Today on Gamer Red Radio, from Pokemon to potatoes and 360 to weaponized pinky condiments, Gamer Red Radio starts now. Alright, so episode 164, Beta 2. Uh, this is Gamer Red Radio Live 3.0. Uh, I am Goat uh, behind the black curtain. You're you're in front of the black curtain, actually. <laughs> I am in where you're standing. I suppose that's true. I am Charlie Technotronoport Worthley. Now I'm concerned there's people behind the curtain there, because then you would be behind the curtain to them, and I'm concerned about your safety now. But... Candy Mountain, Charlie! And I am Jonathan Santiago, a.k.a. Fallon Flynn. We're being for villains! Come on! Um, so, we're back. What do we got? Who's doing what? <laughs> <laughs> we're live. We all start talking about We've never done this before. I can't possibly imagine. Maybe, maybe we've done this once or twice. Yes. Um, yeah. Tell me about your week, gents. It was interesting. <laughs> you never fail to impress me with with the um, the dryness with which you could you can express every week. Two words or less yeah. in the description of your week. It's always very very uh, fantastic. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, um, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in here. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll jump in. Uh, my week was uh, pretty good. Um, had a busy weekend. Um, on uh, for on the MLP MSP side of things, we um, a, a new episode aired just this last week, and um, the uh, one of the uh, in that episode, a new character was introduced, Princess Ember, and uh, instantly super popular character uh, with the people who saw the episode, and. Uh, to the point where um, this is the quickest I have ever seen from a first-time voice actress coming in and voicing a character for the first time, turning around into a guest at a convention. One week. And, um, wow. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, um, uh, Ali Milner, uh, the voice of Princess Ember, is going to be joining us at MLP MSP. I actually got to do a... Um, uh, we wanted to do something special for her uh, for her announcement, and so um, I came up with the idea to do basically a live broadcast announcement in uh, Google Hangout, as it happened, um, with her and to kind of announce her joining MLP MSV. And it was a lot of fun. She's super cool. I can't wait to meet her in person. But, uh, but yeah, aside from that, um, um, got a lot of housework done over the last weekend. And the fact that I've devolved into telling you about that means I'm out of things to say. John, what about you? I, I did the same thing, though. I uh, surprisingly was able to get caught up on a bunch of stuff this week that I've been trying to get finished for a while now, which is good because this shit was driving me nuts. But uh, my week was really good. Um, I, I was very productive. I did get some good game time in, which we'll talk about in just a minute. Um, I'm, I'm also, while we're doing the show, I'm uh, I'm I'm streaming live on YouTube, and there's a handful of people who are in here saying hello to us. So those of you nice people who were who were checking us out in the stream, um, you know, I, I placed the link in here where you guys can actually follow us to our live stream on YouTube and actually join the show, watch the show live, and you know, comment and and engage all three of us, not just me. This is my personal Facebook account. So um, yeah, there you have side Charlie and go say hi, Charlie. Go. Um, so yes, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna cut this stream off because I know there's a handful of you guys watching it, but I want you guys to go watch us on the YouTube live stream because yes, fun. And, go to uh, YouTube.com. Come backslash Gamerhead Radio and follow us, fails, and um, our, our current live stream will be a link. It'll say live on it right as the first well, video. I can't that's hear you because headphones. Yay, live. Uh, slash Gamerhead Radio, and you can find our channel there. And then, you know, the, the top link that's available right now shows us live. So let's do it. Mm, let's get on there. I'll catch you guys in a bit. Cheers. 
anyways, so yes, uh, my my uh, week was fantastic. I had a, a million and one things going on. Uh, I'm nearing the end of the semester for school, so I'm trying to get that shit out of the way. But I said I wouldn't talk about that anymore. So let's press on. Goat. Aside from your week was pretty. Oh good. wait, wait. No, my voice. I forgot. I have visual uh, uh, visual aids for my week. Oh yeah. My video. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Look at my me week. utilizing the medium now that we've got it. It's just like I'm going to put shit on the screen. My week involved her. Oh, Zero Suit Samus. Is that new? Yes. I mean, is that a new uh, a new Amiibo or just new for you? <laughs> new for me. I don't keep up with the Joneses on when they come out. No, the I was just shopping and kids and they were there. And, 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 of course, I have to have oh, Sir Robert. That's good. Oh, nice. You see that, Charlie? I do, yes. It's Sir Robert. <laughs> Sir Robert, yes. So, yeah, that was me going shopping and going, ooh, two Amiibos I want that I don't have. <laughs> That's funny. I like it, I like it. So then then the question comes into play, Charlie. Yes. What came out this week? Um. Well, let's see here. Coming out this week on Tuesday, April 26th. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. On Monday, April 25th, <laughs> Corpse Party. It's coming out on the PC. It sounds like a like a like a fun time. Uh, Tuesday, April twenty sixth, Battle Worlds Chronos on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Stranger of Sword City in uh, it's on Vita. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands is getting its uh, retail release for the PC, the PS3, the PS4, the Xbox 360, and the Xbox One. Uh, Sega 3D Classics Collection. It's coming out on the 3DS. Um, Hitman Episode 2, the new episodic uh, iteration of that, is coming out on the PC, the PS4, and the Xbox One. Alienation on the PS4. Hyper, De- Hyper Devotion Noir Goddess Blackheart on the PC. Uh, Brick Breaker uh, is coming out on the PS4. Uh, Don Bradman Cricket is coming out on the PS4. I'm not sure why I'm laughing with that, but I am. Uh, <laughs> Joypack, uh, I'm sorry, Joypack. Joypack. Jetpack Joyride is coming out on the PS4. Um... Um, Joypack Jet Ride also sounds fun. I'm not really sure which would be better. Uh, the Magic Circle Gold Edition on the PS4. Uh, Severed on the Vita. Party Hard. Uh, maybe Wayne and Garth, not really sure. On the PS4 and the Xbox One. Uh, Rocket Birds 2 Evolution on the PS4 and uh, Vita as a cross-buy. The Sun and Moon on the PS4 and the Vita also as a cross-buy. Aliens versus Pinball. I'm going to say that again. Aliens versus Pinball, just because we're running out of ideas. Um, PC, the PS3, the PS4, the Xbox One, the Xbox 360, the Vita, iOS, and Android, so everything. Uh, The Walking Dead uh, Michonne Episode 3, I believe of 3, if I remember correctly. Uh, It's coming on the PC, the PS3, the PS4, the Xbox One, the Xbox 360, iOS, and Android, so again, everything. Uh, And then on Friday, April 29th, uh, Pokemon Rumble Worlds coming on the 3DS. And uh, yeah, a long list of random stuff this uh, this week. Looking into the future on Tuesday, May 3rd, we're getting Battleborn. It's getting its release on the PC, the PS4, and the Xbox One. The Park is coming on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Shadow Complex Remastered, it's getting its PS4 release. Uh, Never Ending Nightmares on the PS4 and the Vita. And Push Me, Pull You, I'm going to assume an adult-only rated game on the PS4. <laughs> wow. Sounds like it. Uh, what are you guys looking forward to on this particular list of a whole bunch of stuff? All of your naughty titles you came up with. <laughs> I, I didn't come up with any titles at all. You almost said hyperdermic at one point. You said <laughs> radio pulse that or something. Yeah, you... 
I, I, don't, I don't remember it that way. I, I don't make the titles go. I'm sorry, and I feel like we're getting a little uh, bit into your uh, into your um, into your into your psyche and your subconscious mm, a little bit. There it is. Um, um, yeah, gotta, leave my yeah. Friday nights out of it. <laughs> I'm I'm absolutely. Uh, there's I've got too much shit to play. There's nothing on the list this week that's really jumping out at me. I mean, Liar. Things I'd like to play, but nothing that's just like I I must have it. It must. Be uh huh. Nothing, nothing. You've already pre-ordered Alien versus Pinball. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Reordered it, bitch. I made it. No. <laughs> um, Plot twist. What a twist. Why isn't there a game called that? Bitch, I made it. Uh, oh, uh, bitch, I'm, I'm sorry. We've, we've jumped to some uh, bad conclusions here, John. You might want to know about this. Mm. Um, um, this, mm. this is, hang on. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the screen sharey thing here. Uh, John, um, this is, um, yeah. <laughs> It's literally it's, Alien it's, versus Pinball. It's Pinball FX2 with Aliens, the movies themed tables. Hold on, really quick. I know it's early in the show for this, but <laughs> <laughs> they can't they can't see you, John. Hang on, you have to do that again. Hold on, one more, one more time. You know. Oh, I did the show. Can. Hold on, let's get it ready. <laughs> okay, this is a lot of lead up. Yeah. That disgusting sound you hear, it means something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Audio listeners, I'm very sorry about this segment of the show. <laughs> John is still... Okay, and there's... Through the t-shirt, it seems like a lot of effort to go through the t-shirt for all that, but okay. But yes, yeah, um... I can, I can pull out my... my hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're that. a PG-13 show. We can't... We, can't <laughs> yes, right. we are not. I mean, I wish we were sometimes, like now, but... I know we're not. Yeah. Well, that looks pretty good, though. Here we go. Tell me if you guys can get audio from my uh, from my screen share here. Oh, are we gonna yep. we're gonna jam the yeah, this is happening. For anybody that wants to see what's happening here. Oh yeah, that's a thing, isn't it? Mm. Getting no audio, but I don't I am. need audio. It's very faint. It's very faint. Yeah, that is Alien Pinball. I'm gonna say this: uh, it, remarkably, like graphically, kind of impressive. Actually, it's really sharp looking. A lot of lighting. Oh, there's mini games. Oh shit. Okay, <laughs> can you guys? This. Yeah, could, could you guys hear the audio off of that? It sounded like you could, maybe a little bit. I think it was very, very faint. I think you might have just been hearing my headphones then. But uh, um. Yeah, it's um. If you could hear the audio, this is uh. It's a very intense uh intense sounding pinball game there, but um yeah. Should... Pinball FX has always been good for that. Like the Deadpool table I have and all the tables I've gotten from them have been really fucking good. Mm. Um. So so real quick before we move on, I just want to remind folks that um if you're watching on YouTube, there's a little link should be right about here when you're joined um, to actually join the Hangout version of this, which you can do if you're on a computer. If you're doing that, you can ask a question in our Q&A module, which would be over here, like uh, Mr. Wasco just said. Uh, uh, Danny Wasco just uh, made a comment in here, and he says, I don't have a... <laughs> and he says, I don't have a question. There's no conversation box or chit-chat that I can see here. No, but this works just as well. Um, he says, um, but I wanted to comment on how good the interface slash layout of the Hangouts format is. I can see why you chose this. Um, yes, we agree. And um, in, uh, in terms of uh, the ease of being able to turn this into a conference video chat and just pipe it directly into YouTube, yeah, it's pretty much, um, uh, unless you're a goat and you have all sorts of audio problems that you have to deal with, um, yeah, it's great. So uh, We're going to blame him tonight. It was his fault. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was my fault. 
I'm yeah. trying to get everything under control over here. I just That's got too many toys. Is we're trying our best to make sure that this has as few technical bumps as possible on the way in. Um, but you know, since I, I got the, this, the joys I got of being this. a light show, man. You know. <laughs> what more do you want? We gonna smooth it. I out got a light. Like butter. Got a light. Yeah, Charlie's bitch about the light last week. Got a light. Got me some so fucking slack. Improvements are being made, is the point here. So, yes. Danny, Danny thanks for uh, thanks for your comment. Um, and uh, everyone else, please, um, you know, never mind that there there isn't like a, a chit chat chit chat box. I mean, the Hangouts uh, Q anything works just as well. Um, but yeah, so moving on. Um, yeah, fix my uh, internet. Well, to, I haven't dropped out yet. Yeah. Uh, knock on some wood right now, sir. Um, I, I want to hear. I don't it. think you want me to knock it out. Oh, for the love. You, you really, you, you, you did that to both of us, Charlie. I blame you. Yeah. Well. Um, How many years I've done this show and I still haven't learned my lesson? You <laughs> no, you walk right into it. Yeah. Yep, every time. Very much so. Who means the wood? <laughs> uh, yeah. Backs right into that wood. Well, all right, moving on. So, um, uh, God damn, goat. Uh, it's too early. Uh, games. Did we did we find time this week, gents, to, to squeeze in a ooh, little bit? Of ooh, I got a list. Oh, shit. Oh, I, got, I, got, I, got, I, I actually got some shit done. Let's hear it. What do you got, goat? Uh, oh, now you're going to make me – hold on. Give me a second. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I just said I had a list. I have a list somewhere. <laughs> no, no, no. It's right here on my device. I just wasn't ready. He means like, I have a drink. He's about to start talking about what he's going to eat this week. No, 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 no. I have a list. Oh, there you go. Thank you. All right, so Diablo 3, moving on. Uh, <laughs> all right, minor update, level 68 on hardcore. Um, it's getting sweaty palms and um, a little paranoid at this point. Two more levels, and I'm done with craziness. Uh, is, is there an achievement you're going to get, like some 150-point yes. achievement you're going to get for doing all this? <laughs> I wish it was 150 <laughs> points. 50, <laughs> but yes. I'm down after that. I'm down to two achievements, and I'm are you, I'm, I'm out the thousandest. Are are you are you vying to thousand point this game? Yep. 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 Okay. So um, so it'll go in the background after after a little bit here. Uh, let's see. Then I uh I I started Earthbound on my 3DS. I completely forgot how fucking weird that game is. Like, it's so dated that children are out after midnight and checking out meteors and parents are okay with it and they're giving them cookies and one child gets beaten for being out late in the game. I was like, oh, this is from a whole different time period. <laughs> um, so, you guys still hear me, right? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I just, I just waited for some kind of like response. Prattle on. Okay. No. All right, uh, and then I, uh, I started Rise of the Tomb Raider because... Well, I actually continued it. I started it and scratched it a couple of weeks ago, and then I got back to it. Um, it's getting better. It's not getting best, but which, uh, the story is definitely dragging me in. What? Which which section of the game are you in right now? I just uh Soviet camp thing. All right, yeah, that's about <laughs> where I got to the end of that area, and then I stopped playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's starting to pick up. Like, uh, someone non-spoilerly showed up, and I'm maybe or may not be helping them. Spoiler-free. <laughs> 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 so that's where I'm at. So I, I tried. 
it's not really a big deal. You, you know, you, you get cohorts in this game. Spoiler, sorry. Um, but I'm liking it. It's it's still just a sequel, but it's it's a decent sequel, and I'm okay because I'm playing before PlayStation Four people are. Ah. <laughs> well, so, um, that's uh, what it boils down to really is is to just admit it. You like reveling in the the, the <laughs> anguish of the PlayStation Four folks. That uh, no, no, no. That'll be next week when I start Quantum Break, an Xbox exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> on the heels oh, of a yeah. timed exclusive. <laughs> so, uh, uh, then go, we got go like a, what? I was going to ask if you had anything else on your list. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I oh, downloaded wow. Galaga from Xbox One because that's what you do. Okay. Um, it's still Galaga. It's really cool and high def, though. Uh, and then I tried two, two uh, mobile games. One's called Racing in a Car, which was supposed to be difficult, apparently, but apparently if you actually have racing cars, it's not. You whip through Chicago traffic. At 170 miles an hour, and the closer you pass people, the more points you get. Let's just say it wasn't a challenge for me, and I had to kind of just let it go after I maxed out the high score. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, failing ah, breaks. The, ah, the humble brag. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I've got the I've got the driving record to prove that brag, and it's not that great. No, Any I know. <laughs> So then I tried Failure Breaks, which Charlie you might like. It's a downhill car game where you're just going downhill. You have no brakes. Failure Breaks. That is a great Failey. fucking name. Yeah. So it has no brakes, and you have to dodge everything. And the farther you get, the more points you get. And it's just one of those like get as far as you can games. It's actually really addicting. Uh huh. Is this? I'm sorry. Is this? Is this a mobile game you said? Yes, mobile. Yep. Oh, that's a shame. I was gonna say that would be the perfect thing to get together. Maybe maybe get. Um, irresponsibly drunk and then drive with no brakes down a hill. <laughs> yes, yeah. oh, it's, it's addicting. You're like you're you're missing trains and everything else, and yeah, it's just it's out of control. It's actually really fun. Uh, but that's that's all I got. Well, I'll I'll jump in here just to segue off of the fact that I also happened to start uh, the new Tomb Raider this week. Um, um, yesterday, as a matter of fact, and go. I believe I'm in pretty much the exact same place you are. Um, the guy that showed up to ask to help me disable the thingies. Um, yes. Yep. I'm. Mm -hmm. I'm we, are, we are literally in the exact same place in the game. Um, did you Did you find his uh, Did you find his uh, his buddy with the the animal problem? <laughs> I don't know what that means, so I don't think so. <laughs> but I'm excited to now. Um, the um, yeah no. Uh, so just uh, my sentiments basically echo goes. Um, the uh, it's a sequel. Yes. Um, but um, I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, it uh, uh, it has it has just the right amount of uh, iterations and um, improvements over the uh, over the initial version I think um, John I will also agree with what you said before uh, your comment about how um, in the first game you felt like you know Laro is basically just killing to survive and now it's like a murder simulator <laughs> like it's just like it, it bothers me actually yeah. see the, there's such a it's such a strange thing because in the in the original Tomb Raider series like you know starting back on the first PlayStation going forward, she killed a shitload of people with absolutely no fucking thought about whether or not they were – they should have been killed. There was no thought, uh, no conscience involved. But the thing is, is with those games, it was kind of cartoony. And even though at the time it didn't seem like it, when you look back on it, they're kind of cartoony. And there was really no – they were kind of pushing boundaries for realism and seriousness and greatness at the time. But Boy. You didn't think about that. It was just an action game. But now, because – you know what it is? They set a precedent with the new one. They changed things, and they there became a responsibility. I feel to tell that st they told it a certain way, and going yeah. forward, 
they made her seem like she killed with purpose. She killed to defend herself. And my problem is not with the fact that she's she's choosing to hurt people in the new game. It's that she, they don't really justify it in any way other than that bitch is in my way, you know? <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. you know, there you they are. They definitely did it. It's definitely a third-person shooter now. Yeah, yeah. They made it. They. I think you know what it is. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, is that they they kind of killed what I liked about the first one in that way, and it bothers me enough that while I may finish it, I'm very put off by that because it makes her. I don't know. Watered her down. Yeah. So. No, I'll, I'll I'll totally agree with that. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it seems like the game almost kind of suggests that you could get through some sections by sneaking, but it's not really. I mean, it's... Um, I have um, been. Yeah? You, you've been able to do that so far? Well, like just... my problem is I, I prefer to sneak through because, like, I, like, you know, if you're not doing that, once you shoot one dude, all hell breaks loose and you got to deal with a whole bunch of people. I like to just kind of right. work my way through it and it's easier. Yeah. I mean, you know, but I do like the fact that if shit does go down, you have a all bailout AK-47. <laughs> well, but that's the thing is, is that they did such a good job in the first one of there was a balance. Like some of the scenes, because they were supposed to be big action vignettes, were made so that you you couldn't do anything but shoot your way up. But by and large, without with the exception of those few areas where they were cutscenes and stuff. Mm-hmm you had the option to play it one way or the other. You could stealth your way through, or you could kill your way through, or, I mean, even if you killed your way through, you didn't have to use the bow and arrow, you could break their neck. So, I mean, super brutal one way or the other, but most areas did not require you to uh, to do it one way or the other. They give you the option. And in this one, I feel like, I, I wonder if it's a product of the deadline of the series, like, like the, we have to have it out by this date, this time, the old game crunch. Um, or I wonder if it was just a design choice, you know, like they just wanted it to be more action oriented because to me, without factoring those variables in, it just feels lazy. It feels like they were just like, well, it's too hard to make it both ways. So fuck it. We're just going to, yeah, that's sweet guns, man. You know? Yeah. But putting, putting that aside, um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. The game is beautiful. I mean, it's, it's, it's striking how, how good it looks. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And, um, so, uh, not too much more to say on that at the moment. Uh, the, the card thing is weird. Um, the, you know, like the upgrade bonus card system where you can buy yeah. packs and things like that. That whole thing is weird to me, but I mean, whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some in the marketplace. I just kind of moved on. Yeah. And, um, that the, dude uh, is weird in the marketplace. Is the, he giving me like that creepy get in the van vibe, the guy in the marketplace? With the what though? The marketplace where you can buy upgrades and stuff like that. You haven't got to that? There's a dude I, and he's all... There's a dude. Um, I, I I know like the marketplace at the menu where you can like buy those cards. I'm not aware of a dude. Unless oh I'm... yeah, there's an actual there's an actual marketplace in the game. Oh, oh in... no, I haven't. Oh, oh no, I haven't done that. Apparently, well, you described it a minute ago. Go, you made it sound shady and mildly <laughs> rapey. No, 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 that <laughs> was accurate. Go to that market. Yeah, well, okay. Um, no, I walked in. The thing that bothers me most about that game though is in an age where you can play Metal Gear Solid Five and listen to cassettes. And like even fucking Bioshock, circa two thousand seven or was two thousand two thousand eight. Yeah, you could listen to audio stuff and play the game. Still be playing the game while it's in the background. Yeah, forces you to listen to audio logs in the fucking menu. And if you yeah. exit out of the menu, you can't listen to the audio log. Yeah, almost all of it because I don't have. I just I don't want to do that. That drove me nuts. That was a bad design choice. I agree. I agree. Real quick. Yeah. 
I, I appreciate that the voice acting on them is is pretty good. You know, it, it seems yeah, like yeah. it's that's top notch. So it doesn't. That's what bothers me about it is all of it seems great. The writing seemed good for him. The voiceover yeah. work seemed really good for him. But I want to play the fucking game. <laughs> no, that's fair. How, how dare me want to play the game? God damn it. Um, but so aside from that, um, I also finished Quantum Break, um, and um, you know it's uh, I. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really think about it at the uh, at first until um in, uh, until after our last uh, until you know just this last time where um where I was going through it. But um, the uh, it, I realized that one of my one of the pretty much the only problem I have with Quantum Break coming out of the game is that um the uh, kind of the same thing we were just talking about with Tomb Raider about how um with Rise of the, you know, the with the new Tomb Raider is that um. That there, that it didn't really give you the choice of of how to play the game. Like, it um it, uh, it just the way they made you. The, the game was basically designed so that to finish the game you have to murder like hundreds of people. And I, I realized after getting through Quantum Break that I was kind of bothered by that. Like the game gave me absolutely no choices. Like you've got all these powers to like stop and manipulate time, and th there should have been. I feel like that the game could have been made a little bit better if they had given the player the choice of how to how to get past conflicts and how to get past situations without having to kill every single person in the room. Like it is, and with a complete and total, you know, not a care in the world. Like you know, the, the main character, he's not like a violent person. Like he doesn't have a background of being a violent person at all. And all of a sudden, he gets these accidentally gets these time powers, and he's just like picking up guns and shooting people in the head. No reaction on his part whatsoever. That he doesn't even bother by the fact that all that he's killing all these people. So. Um, so, so that, 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 that kind of bothered me. Yeah, yeah it goes right up your alley. <laughs> but, um, well, that's what makes it so hard about designing games that start to push the envelope of realism because they want you to suspend your disbelief. But if they, if they make it so real that it's, yeah. um, that it feels human in the way that this game was designed to with an actor you might recognize from other things and like properly filmed cutscenes. It's that whole thing, like you you can't have a hero that is a wanton murderer. <laughs> you know what I mean? So where do you draw the line? It's fine yeah. to have them do that in the game because if you don't have enough guys to fight, then you have to design other game mechanics um, that flesh out the experience. But you know, where's the time to do that? Is it, you know, I mean, like yeah. it becomes a, like a variable game. I can understand. I, I bet it's really hard for those guys <laughs> developing this kind of stuff to work around that kind of stuff you know what I mean? well you, you almost have to make twice the game because you got to do everything you have to do and you know to, to handle the people who do want to play the action route but then like for the people who want to you know who are you know for all the mechanics and everything that work into being able to solve the game the stealthy whatever whatever you want to call it other route it's almost an entirely building the levels twice i mean like sure the graphics and like the level you know are you know the graphics and the assets are all made but it's in terms of how the level works and what happens when you do this and just you know the, the sequence of events it's double the work so i'm not i'm not surprised that not every game do, does this but in um I, I feel like quantum break should have done it because of the, just because of the nature of what it is and yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with with the time control abilities it seems like it seems like it would have been a natural thing for them to do and i'm kind of bothered that they did just a, just a little tiny bit but i mean like yeah. it's it's a very small tick mark taken away from an otherwise phenomenal game i loved every minute of it the story time travel stories i've said this before time travel stories are so hard to keep con to keep con cohesive that words all the way through the game from start to finish and not have like potholes and things screw up the writers of this game they must have had i i, I have to assume for you know, I'm you know, I I try not to study things like this too hard and look for plot holes because 
I don't want to, I don't want to like break my immersion, like ruin the experience for myself. So maybe if I were to go through it again, I might start see certain things, but on my first pass through the game, I found no issues at whatsoever with the story. No, no, no plot holes, no, nothing whatsoever. Awesome. They, I think they did a, just an excellent job. Are they going um, to get another playthrough from you with all the, the, you know, replay value in the cutscenes? Um, I, I don't know. I don't, if I if I if I if I were to have to make a choice right now, I would say no, just because because I feel like I feel like it's a choose your own adventure kind of a thing, and I got I got I was satisfied with my ending. Like if if I got like a bad ending, I don't know anything about any of the other endings. I haven't looked into it at all. So if I had um if I had if I knew what the other possibilities were, that might change my opinion. But I don't. So mm-hmm. um or if I got an ending I wasn't happy with, like if people died that I didn't want to have die, or just you know the you know various things. I mean that might affect it too. But um, I was happy with my story. I was happy with my playthrough, and so I'm I'm I I personally do not feel the need to go back and play through it again. There are some achieve there are some achievements that I could get. But meh, I got two murder now. I'm good. Moving on from one murder simulator to another. <laughs> yes. Ghastly. Um, and then uh, it's it's on my to do list. But um, this week I, I plan on um, also picking up um, uh, completely allowed myself to forget about the expansion for Ori and the Blind Forest that just came out. Oh, wow. And um, and uh, very 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 happy that uh, Goat you sent me the link uh, months ago. I think at this point whenever it came out that um, that they were yeah. that the special edition like the expanded whatever they called it edition um, uh, with the five extra bucks. content. Yeah, yeah, five bucks to add it on for existing purchases. Thank you, people, for doing that. I greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and twenty for the, if you don't have it, not a bad deal either. No, no, no. Such a good game. Such a good. Game. Remind me, did either of you guys play that? I forget. I no, it's staring it. at me. Okay, I'm waiting for a proper. I bought I bought the the definitive edition and all that, and I looked at it the other day, and I was like, mm, Laura Croft. Okay. Yeah. So I think I think that and uh, and um, I think Ori and Laura are gonna be my my two games. I go back and forth between um, uh, until I finish those, and not really sure what's coming after that. But um, but uh, yeah, that's it for me this week. Uh, so John, on to you. On to me. Um, I played a handful of things this week, as I tend to do from week to week. Um, I did play a little bit of Diablo with Goat last night. We uh, we managed to squeeze in a little bit of time. It was just he and I playing. Uh, and uh, he got me up to level 40 on, uh, I think it's on hard. I think that's all I have unlocked. I don't think I'm any any farther than that. No. Yeah, someone needs to finish the story first before you get the cool levels. No, you guys say that, but when I was playing with you and uh, Dan and Bubbles a couple weeks ago, like, it was, we whipped through the story so fast, I, I'm not even fucking paying attention to the story anymore because I'm so far behind, I have no idea what's going on. Um, I told so you, just the cutscenes. I'm probably going to start uh, another character that's just me playing through the primary story just so I can drink it in because I do enjoy yeah. your storytelling style. So um, played a little bit of that. That would be a bad idea. I finally finished. I've been working on it for about two weeks. I finished the game. Uh, there's Season 1 and 2 of Killer Instinct have a story mode, and every character – well, in Season 1, there were like three endings for every character – I finished those, uh, and there were, like, conditions that you had to meet in order to unlock that ending, and I finished all of those a, a little while back. Season 2, I finally went back and finished. That one was like you – there was one ending for each character, but they had challenges, and if you could finish all three of them per character in one playthrough if you did all three of the spe- uh, specified things. Um, I managed to finish all of it um, uh, this morning, actually. Um, so I have finished all of the current story content for Killer Instinct Season 1 and 2, um, it was really good. I enjoyed it, and they did some really clever things with a fairly flimsy story. Like the original Killer Instinct didn't have like a great story. It had some good ideas, but it was kind of crummy. 
And yeah. they took some of those shitty ideas and scooped them up and like, what can we do with this pile of shit? <laughs> and they made they made this pile of shit less shitty than it was, and uh, managed to do some clever things that tied into the old game in a way that made you know like you know, 14, 15 year old John very happy. Um, so um, I finished that. Um, I finished the like not final final ending of Metal Gear Solid Five. I, I finished um, Charlie. You'll know which one I'm talking about. The the one with Quiet, where you have to extract her and then blow up all the fucking tanks and felt like it lasted forever. Okay, so you, um, so so you finished Quiet Story. We can I say that. I finished Quiet Story. Yeah, and I still have to do all the other little you know extreme missions and stuff so that we can uh, um <clears throat> so that I can finish and get the final final ending. Uh, and I'm gonna do that probably in the next couple days. So maybe by next week when we when we air, I'll finally have gutted that game and there's nothing left for me to do other than like tertiary stuff um i'm looking forward to hearing your um your your input on on the true ending sure i'm gonna i'm gonna even even having finished quiet's portion of the story i'm gonna refrain so that i can just tie it all into that yep. um so that's good i played a bunch of shit i played rainbow six siege um just because i felt like i needed to scratch the competitive itch um a month ago and it was uh I did well at it. I did not do so well this week. I just, I don't think my mind was there. It was on other shit. Um, I played, um, I started up my Final Fantasy XIV account and been playing with my father. My dad, for those of you watching the show, I have the coolest fucking dad in the world. He plays video games, and like when I was little, little, you know, he was the one that would like buy the our, our NES and our SNES uh-huh. and stuff, and he played those games with us. And if he got to a part that was too hard, he'd be like, God, God damn it, son, here, get through this for me. And he hand me the controller, and I do it, and then he'd be like, All right, you're gonna pass that way, you give me that, you know. Um, so I have a cool father, and uh, we play MMOs together. Um, have not for some time, but we started playing Final Fantasy XIV. It's fun. Um, what else did I play? Shit, a little bit of Star Wars Old Republic because I've been on an MMO kick lately. I'm trying to get back into PC gaming now that I have a rig that'll run everything. Um, I I may or may not have purchased um, mm-hmm, uh, Super Metroid on my 3DS and Super Mario World and Pilot Wings uh, because I fucking love that game. <laughs> and fuck, is there? Well, welcome else? to the club, John. We've all been done with that for months. Here, hold on, wait. Let me see if I'm. This is what we call visual effects on a live show. Watch it. It's uh-huh. gonna come from yeah. the bottom of the yeah. screen here slowly. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, that's that? not nice at all. Special effects. It's a magic trick. Now you see it. Now you don't. Yeah. So I think I'll give you a magic I trick this week. I, I don't. Um, I don't think I played anything else. I I did purchase a, a, a Samsung uh, Gear VR, an Oculus Gear VR for my my Samsung. So I will Ladies and gentlemen, my... John is catching up with the Joneses. Yes, it will be here probably by the end of next, probably before showtime next week. So I may have some thoughts on on VR goodness. Um, purchased a controller for it, purchased a case for it. And we should some... do uh, the show entirely VR next time. Oh, don't let me go. Uh, but that's it. That's that's what I did this week. I'm sure there's something else. I always fucking leave something out, and then like 20 minutes after the show, and like, oh god damn it, I had something else. Whatever. Yes. All right, John. 45 no. minutes for this time. Um, So before we move on, I'd like to share a little bit about uh, what Michelle did this week. And this this week, I mean, five minutes ago, because she texted me. I'm sorry, I have to share this because this is this is this is this is this is is, is shareworthy. Um, She she texted me. The couch just tried to kill me. 
I replied, are you okay? And she said, well, after a few minutes, I was able to get off the floor and now I'm back in business. And so I sent question marks. And so then she explained, <clears throat> I'll have to reenact in person, but picture lying, picture trying to reach something behind the couch and you can't. So you get up on your feet and lean over it, the back of it, I'm assuming. Uh, and then the feet pop out and the back falls down and the whole thing reclines and you think you might die, but you survive it and all is okay. So you need so so you reach for the thing that you need. Then you think your near-death experience has ended, and you shift back with the thing in your hand, and the back pops up, and the feet come back down, and you literally go flying backward and land on your back on the floor staring at the couch that bested you, something like that. So, uh, you know, let us all um, say thanks that Michelle is still with us. Uh, it sounds like she had a very close call. <laughs> Almost met her maker. Uh, yes. So that'll um, uh, yikes. teach you to get up and walk around the couch to get things. <laughs> Something. I would also like to take a moment to to give a shout out to Goat because I just I I wanted to think that maybe it was not true, but I'm pretty sure that my eyes just told me that you just took a full blown fucking swig out of a two liter of Mountain Dew. Um. I was the wire. It's fucking true. It's so true. <laughs> He's over there drinking. Look, I hit the sauce hard. His copy of Call of Duty all over his crotch. Don't lie. Uh, you know, Mountain Dew and I have had a, a longer stint than Call of Duty as with any of its dude bros. <laughs> yes. So, and with that, before we fall further down this rabbit hole that I opened, I'm sorry about that. Uh, John, <laughs> news. <laughs> I've got plenty of news for you. So uh, one of the biggest things that you guys seem to have commented on, not just uh, in regards to the live show, but just prior to uh, <laughs> the, the listener census and survey that we did at the beginning of the year, was you kind of want us to do the news a little bit differently, especially now that we're doing it live. So uh, what I'm going to do instead of uh, you know processing an article live while we're on the air is I'm going to read the headline for an article, and then we're going to talk a little bit about some of the particulars of the article, and then we're going to discuss it. You guys are encouraged to leave comments and questions in regards to these news stories for us so that we can, we can involve you in the conversation too. Yes. Um, so the coming in at number five this week, um, some years ago we talked about uh, the release of uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Well, Tekken Cross Street Fighter, uh, which was supposed to be in development at the same time, has been put on hold, uh, Namco announced this week. Um, uh, the bottom line is, is that uh, for everybody that, that expected uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken to do well, it didn't really do that well. As good as Street Fighter 4 was, and uh, Yoshinuro Ono has done with you know, handling the Street Fighter series, that game was, like, really fucking bland. It had no personality. I mean, I purchased it, I own it, and I've played it probably four times and just tossed it out. I was so stoked for it. It wasn't very good. So um, I'm not sure if it was sales figures that, that drove it. I'm not sure if it was... Um, I don't know what it was, uh, but they've shelved it. They put it on hold. Um, do you guys think this was a good idea to start with? Apparently no. To start... <laughs> to start with this story, I mean, I, I mean, there's probably better stories we can no, start with. No, no, you smartass. I'm talking about the actual decision to do, uh, you know, Street Fighter Cross Tekken, Tekken Cross Street Fighter. I mean, it's certainly unique. It's never been done before. Nothing that I can think of. It was a terrible idea to do both sides. They should have picked one side and stuck with it. Well, and they should just nix the other side. 
for for viewers and listeners um, who are going to check into this, the original thing with this was is that um, Capcom and, and uh, Bandai Namco had this agreement to have the producers of the uh, Street Fighter and Tekken series, respectively, develop games in their universe featuring characters from each other's uh, games. So the Street Fighter Cross Tekken game was built in the Street Fighter engine, played like a 2D uh, fighter that featured Tekken characters that were adapted into that world to make it fit. Um, the other one, the one that we're talking about that's canceled, was supposed to be Tekken Cross Street Fighter, which was a Tekken game uh, that featured Street Fighter characters and was adapted to that world. The problem is, is all of the Tekken fans who were looking forward to playing their characters in that realm were sorely disappointed when they found that they got into the game and the characters played, even if some of their moves and animations looked familiar, the, the inputs for a lot of the characters were not the same. So you had to basically relearn your favorite characters from scratch, and I don't think that I don't think that Tekken fans really wanted to do that. The fighting community does not like to learn new things. We know this. See, I don't I don't disagree with that. I think they just don't <laughs> like to relearn the games they're familiar with. Well that's what I'm saying. Like they they've gotten really good with their control scheme and I don't I don't blame them. Like if you're you know, if you're going out to play this game professionally we'll say they're I mean, you've got your you know, your button schemes, you've got your the shit you know. If you're gonna play it on a different form and it comes with a new button scheme, that's off putting because all you, like, why would you relearn a game you're already good at when you can just skip this game? Yeah, I mean, maybe so. I mean, that might have been some of it, but either way, um, I'm a little disappointed personally as a fighting game guy, probably the only fighting game guy on this show. I'm a little bit disappointed to hear that this is not going to happen because as long as it, it was supposedly in development, um, I really just wanted to see what this would play like. Um, but Dog shit. I, I, I don't think it's surprising anybody. It's it's been on the shelf for a while. I think people kind of knew this was going to come. People that were waiting for it. So, well, it's yeah, it's just official now. Yeah, womp womp. What can you do? Move on to number four. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's funny you say that because I got that shit on standby here for you. Um. So last year we talked about um how everybody's trying to get in on the esports craze right now, and um one of the uh, early adopters of the eSports League was uh, U-Porn. <laughs> U-Porn uh, decided that they were going to put together their own um, eSports League, uh, or Electronic Sports League, rather, the ESL team. Um, and they called them Team YP so that they weren't violating any standards by using the word porn. Um, well, the Electronic Sports League has made adjustments to um, to the way that their, their terminology and wording is handled. <laughs> And uh, regardless well, of, of how slick uh, U-Porn thought they were being with their hey, sponsor John. team. Yeah. Like, not to interrupt here, but I just pieced it together. They were their team, yippee. <laughs> oh, jeez. And for good reason. Um, well, until this Those week, sly was, cats. Those sly uh, cats. That's pretty under the radar. Team, team yippee. Um, it's a terrible joke. Moving on. Um, the... <laughs> The thing is, is that even though they don't use the word porn in their name anymore, they've been booted out. They're not going to be allowed to um, – anything representing pornography now is not going to be allowed either. So um, that's it, man. Um, do, you, do, do you think this was a pretty obvious move? Do you guys see this coming? Uh, yes. No. Yes. I do think it's bullshit. Think, do you think it was unfair? Oh, there you go. There's devil, devil's advocate. Yeah. 
No, I think it's total bullshit. If they can have beer, cigarettes, all sorts of like random shit as like sponsors on NASCAR and insert any rally car here, why? Why? It's not like no. they're showing porn on their team. Uh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Allow me to clarify. I saw this coming. I also agree that it's not fair. Yeah. So you, just oh, to be clear, there, there's a there's a there's a twist because usually you two are on one side or the other with this particular type of of topical conversation. Yeah. But you don't think this is fair either, Charlie? Why? I, I just want to make sure I'm understanding correctly. So so the this there there's a team that is based off of the, you know the uporn is it is it their is it their talent is it the people that work at the at, at uporn like no, who, no. who are the people on the team? It's a team that was put. It's a sponsored team. It's a sponsored team. That's it. Okay, so so the, the people who are actually playing on the team don't necessarily or definitely don't have any relationship to the uporn company. They're just people that were that they I don't know auditioned and brought in to be on the team or something. But to be to be clear, the wording in the ESL's new setup is and I quote. Widely known, uh, well, it's a rule that disallows sponsors, specifically the sponsors, widely known for pornographic or other adult mature themes and products. Yeah, that, that, who cares? If, if, if as long as the content, as long as they're not putting like naked people like on their like on their shirts that they're wearing, or like is like have like having like yeah. a, a topless woman as part of their logo, who cares? What difference does it make? I guess here's the thing: what. I mean, what stops them from just sponsoring, uh, you know, sponsoring the team through a subsidiary or something that's named like, you know, Team Happy Pants or something? Because well, they shouldn't have to do that. I mean, well, they shouldn't yeah. have to do that. But, yeah. but I mean, isn't isn't it also up to the Electronic Sports League to to? I mean, they're free to dictate who who plays, you know. Well, I, I think dictate is the right word there. I think this is, is something of a dictatorship, in, in terms of how you know the the, rule, the ruling that they're that they're passing around, I don't I don't think it's fair. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, like, explain to me the logic behind it. I mean, like, this is this is this is professional gaming. This is this is you know, I, I'm sure there are going to be people that are going to be participating in professional gaming that are going to be under the age of eighteen, but I mean, again, no adult content is actually being like. You know, spread around here. I mean, like, yeah. if, if their concern is simply that, like, you know, that the people that are involved in, in you know, in, in this professional game are going to see the name UPorn and go, like, oh, that makes me want to go look at UPorn. They're going to do that anyways. <laughs> you know, the, they're it, already doing it. They, thank you. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, yes. So, I mean, I just the the, the connection here seems to be. I mean, this, this seems to be a, a giant political like ass saving. Like, we're gonna distance ourselves from anything even mildly controversial, except for only this one thing, really, because like Goat said. I mean, like, can 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 Miller Coors or can like you know Anheuser Busch sponsor a team? What about the? And that's where the slippery slope comes in because yeah. then you get into this question of like, there's still this concept in the back of people's minds that if it's if it's for kids you know which video gaming let's be frank the average person that plays video games these days and follows it regularly probably closer to our age than they are to people you know 14 15 16 most of those kids that do play games statistically are probably playing mobile games right now you know well i mean now you know just just to argue against that the the, the few times i've actually dared to go into a multiplayer session in call of duty i think that you're incorrect call of duty is the, <laughs> is the fucking exception because the game is, is a trap and gta 5 
So, so, but even regards of whoever, even regards of whatever statistic we could come up with with who's playing games right now, tell me how it would actually affect and hurt anything for some for somebody that's involved in professional gaming who might be under the age of eighteen. Because I'm assuming that's a, that's a concern here. Tell me how it would affect anything negative in their lives for them to see some see that another team happens to be sponsored by this company called Uporn when they're they're almost certainly going to come across that name or or similar names anywhere else on the internet. I just, I don't get the connection. Yeah. Well, and to play devil's advocate a little bit here, they've done it before. Um, you guys won't know this, but NASCAR lost Winston <clears throat> cigarettes, lost, they used to be the Winston Cup. They lost that, and all cigarette companies had to leave when cigarettes became the bad thing and children were smoking. Madness. They got completely mustered out of their entire, like, Series. It makes sense enough, but we're gonna see a lot of shit like this coming up, specifically because realistically, the 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 you know, major league gaming and the electronic sports league, it's in its infancy. We're gonna see a lot of changes on this front. But the problem with it is largely seems to be, which ties into our number three story this week to move on. Um, corruption is rampant. Uh, you know, we've we've how many times have we talked about you know uh, esports teams getting kicked out? or banned, or poor sportsmanship, or toxic behavior. There's this this everywhere, man, in esports. And maybe it'll level out, but I highly doubt it. Uh, Number three this week, the the top StarCraft II champion has been indicted in in a second match-fixing probe. So um, apparently... Um, and to be clear, this is a South Korean resident. Um, There are 10 people involved in the top two... uh, in in the top 10... Um, sort of player group that are being indicted for this. So um, uh, uh, apparently the, the the player that we're talking about here is a guy named uh, Seon Hyun, who or Lee Seon Hyun, who goes by the you know net handle Life as his uh, player handle. He he received uh, approximately sixty thousand dollars worth of U.S. currency, um, but but they're saying that it's rigged. He he you know he took the fall. He took the it's the old you know glass jaw. Uh, boxing uh, thing, you know, you used to hear about back in the day where people would take a fall for money, and they're saying that that's what he has done. He's in, intentionally tarnished his record for under the table pay. Um, so Harumph, yeah, I mean, this is a 19-year-old guy. This guy's young, super young. 60 um, grand American in Korea? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd fall flat on my face all day long. Good. It's it's good to know that you are um, you know are, you are the Bioware equivalent of uh, of you know, bad people points. Go. What? Money makes the world go around. If I get 60 grand for falling down, that's 60 grand I don't have to save up at my uh, McDonald's job. You say that, but ultimately, um, you know, this guy got caught. So Student you know. loans, man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> he still got paid. Um, maybe, I can pay off his maybe. student loans and go to his job. No, because you got What you what you have to factor into this is is that once once you get caught for something like this, then it's then it's mm-hmm. you know you're, you're it's done. A legal issue. Yeah, yeah, you're done. And I mean, yeah. like yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be clear, I mean, I don't know what the laws. He rose. We know. South Korea are. Um, I think I said North Korea earlier. I, let me redact that. Mm. South Korea. Um, I don't know what the laws in South Korea are. I no fucking idea. So maybe it's not that punishable there, but I something tells me it's probably just as uh, astringent, if not more, uh, in that country. If anybody watching or listening knows anything about South Korean law, feel free to correct us. But um, 
you know, my guess is it's probably it's American gonna, money. They're taking it. They're fine. Probably gonna have to take his. Well, it's not. It's South Korean money. That's the problem. You know, they're they're saying. Oh well, then he's he probably a deep shit. He made the equivalent of sixty thousand U.S., but he made seven uh seventy oh. million uh South Korean. So oh, so he's got his own money. Yeah, he's in deep mm-hmm. trouble. Yep. Yeah. We'll never hear from him again. Well, one of the one of the people that backed them financially, which they're calling an eleventh financial backer, is has yet to be indicted. I think they're still trying to figure out who that person is. But um, this is no good, man. This started back in October. No. They've been they've been kind of following the rabbit trail since October, and they really started to put the heat on. No pun intended. That was fucking terrible since January. Wow. So yeah, you know. So they're uh, they're gonna unveil that the eleventh investor was Donald Trump. That'll help mm-hmm. everybody out. Oh my God. Oh boy, I would not hate that personally. <laughs> the point is, there's a lot of money in esports. It's in its infancy, and whether you like it or not, it's probably not going anywhere. It's probably going to a decade from now. It's probably going to be no. not any different than the NFL or you know the MLBPA or whatever. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. no. It's going to be talking, the X Games, the XFL. No, no, I'm talking about the things that, money. that went on. Because oh, the, yeah. amount of, the amount of money passing through that uh, through esports gaming right now is already bigger than X Games ever generated. Massive amount yeah. of money. Yeah. I mean, to be clear. And everybody will be laundering it, and it'll be it'll be a uh, it'll be the I'm boxing tournament. I think it's kind of silly, really, but um, I don't know. There's money there. I don't know, man. Yeah. Correcting sixty a lot grand. Of, of yeah. yeah. Moving on to number two. For the week, um, Square Enix has donated $457,000 to Japanese earthquake or earthquake relief efforts. This is good. This is really good. Um, who? Who, who? Who? Square Enix? Who? Oh, Square Enix. So oh, I didn't hear yes, who did. That's right. oh, okay. <laughs> um, it was they donated it to the Japanese Red Cross uh, Society. So it's. Oh yeah, they got a bunch of earthquakes going on over there. They need to the help badly. Yeah, um, well, yeah. This is the last week, I know um, they had two earthquakes uh, in Kumamoto that killed. Uh, they're saying at least 29 people. I think they're still sifting through all the wreckage and trying to figure it out. Um, yeah. But uh, a 5.4 and a 7.3 on the Richter scale for both of those is bad news bears. But um, yeah, yeah man, no, thank you. Do we've talked a lot about Square Enix trying to um, rustle up good good favor and publicity because of some of the poor business decisions they've made in the last couple of years. Do you guys think this is one of those things or you think they were just being uh, good, upstanding humanitarians? Why not both? Since it's in Japan? No. No, since it's in Japan for Japan, I think they're being good, upstanding people. Right on. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure the uh, the PR angle did not escape them. Yeah. No, not. but... Especially in Japan. I mean, this was, to be clear, this was a story that didn't really chart much on this side of the... the world but um i will always probably feature people who um who do nice things you know because it's not they don't have to do it regardless of their pr um but also half a million dollars is not a small amount of money i mean you see people all the time that'll do like here's twenty thousand dollars here's fifty thousand dollars here's a hundred thousand dollars two hundred fifty seven thousand dollars you know or four hundred and fifty seven thousand rather uh that's half a million dollars that's not nothing you know so good for them I dig it, man. I think it's really cool. Gents, any other thoughts on that concept? No. Uh, it's it's uh, always a good thing to see good things being done. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm gonna move on to number week, uh, number one, number week. This one, Jesus Christ. <laughs> number week. Days of live show. Yeah. Um, number one this week. Um, straight from the mouth of Sony, um, there may not be a PlayStation Five. Yay! Let that wash over you for a minute. <laughs> nice go. Nice one, you're in there. Um, what do you mean, John? Well, what do I mean? I'm sure glad you asked. Um, <laughs> so, earlier this week, there was a discussion, I guess, that took place with uh, Oddworld's original creator, Lauren Lanning, um, where he said that, Yo- uh, that uh, Shuei Yoshida uh, told him that PlayStation 5 wasn't a win, it was an if. Um, it was during a video podcast uh, for Game Informer. Lanning uh, told them that uh, he asked Shu, uh, Shu a question uh, at dinner a few nights before Dice in 2015. Now you can remember this was last year that this discussion took place. Uh, what's the PlayStation look like? PlayStation Five look like? And he said, "You mean if?" Hmm. Oh, okay. So, so here, here's my initial reaction. Um, thing that a company wants to do right now is give people a reason to not buy their current big hot product so that may that may have simply been a pr uh, a, a pr approved response to just say what playstation 5 buy the playstation 4 like you know it's uh so so mm, well, yeah. Yoshida well, seemed to imply that this is a, a question of of hitting um a technological ceiling in the moment for the moment um oh well, sure because you know, Lanning asked him, are you willing to say that on stage directly? And he said, yes, I am. It's, it's an if. Um, and, and essentially what he hinted at was is that we need to be more agile as an industry, like the, the gaming industry needs to be more agile and the consoles that are coming out need to be more agile over time. But that, um, you know, you hear a lot about this in the tech, uh, you know, tech industry right now too, that there used to be, you know, 10 years ago, every two years was this massive, like exponential growth in processing power and GPU speeds and all this other stuff. And it's not growing as quickly as it did because we've hit, at least for the moment, some, some growth. We've plateaued. Yeah, we're not, we're not moving as quickly as we used to be. And so that's having an effect on the console gaming market uh, where they're saying that none of us know, know what the future looks like right now. So how do we adapt these things faster inside of the time frame that the usual console lifespan uh, exists. Um, yeah, but the thing here is, one, what, PlayStation came out two years ago now? Uh, yeah, it's been about two years. I think this okay. year will be three at the end of the year. So, one, mind your fucking business, dude. It's two years in my council <laughs> cycle. And, and I hope to get at some juncture we interview Shuei Yoshida on this show and you can, you can tell him exactly what he's <laughs> <laughs> but but here's my thing. Like one, you're not gonna you're not gonna let your cat out of the bag this early in the game. And two, they've said ten to fifteen year council cycles. Shit's gonna happen in eight years, people. Like no. we don't know what. Calm down. <laughs> Charlie, yeah. any thoughts on this? No, I mean that, that's that's I mean quite not the same wording, but that's basically what I'm what I'm saying too. Um, you know, it's uh, you know I just I think that Sony simply is not at all interested in getting people to think about. To, to stop thinking about the PlayStation 4. The PlayStation 4 is what they want people to be thinking and talking about, and you know, coming up on the PlayStation 4.5 or 4K or whatever, whatever they end up calling you know the you know the uh, the, the the next iteration of the PlayStation 4, which I think we talked about last week. Um, and um, yeah, no, I think uh, I, I think I think right now it's probably just this. This is the this is the PR approved response to just simply say like, you know, he's because he. he 
I would have needed for him to say a lot more and to elaborate a lot more and to say some more, some more very specific things along the lines of, you know, um, you know, the, because uh, why, why, why would they not do a PlayStation well, Five? Well, some of some of uh, this falls in line with what we talked about. Uh, you know, I think it was like third or fourth quarter of 2015 where uh, Michael Pachter made the prediction that this is the last traditional console gaming cycle um, based on what he's hearing and seeing. Okay. Um, and uh, some of that was, is that um, a lot of, a lot of tech companies are finding it um, seem to be adopting the route that a lot of like cell phone companies do where they're just like, we're not going to put out a brand new product. We're going to, um, we're going to build on what we've already structured the year before and just make middling improvements and you dumb saps will line up to buy it every time. Um, I mean, okay. and part of they're saying that part of the lead into this story is, is that um, look at the PlayStation Neo or 4.5. Some people are calling it where they're going to upgrade, um, you know, the, the, the GPU and, and, and make it 4k compatible and also change a couple of other little things here and there and just put out a new version of it. Um, so there's some discussion that rather than building a brand new piece of hardware, which when you think about it, every time the console war flares up every, you know, seven, five to seven years, these companies have to build a new piece of hardware. They have to build um, a new library. They have to build new games for it. They have to reinstill trust in the already established uh, player base they have. And the implication is, is that maybe these companies are getting tired of doing that. So why not just take the base that we have which for Sony, let's be clear, it makes sense because as we talked about recently, they are massively, massively ahead of Microsoft in terms of hardware sales, you know, for the PlayStation 4. And while they, like you said, Charlie, they're going to reach a saturation point, Microsoft's probably going to catch up. Right now is the opportunity to go, all right, well, we got this, you know, next iteration of the PlayStation. Coming out. We're going to sell more units and we're going to keep supporting it. And PlayStation VR is coming out and all this shit. So technically is it too far of a stretch to think that maybe it is a smart business move for Sony to just keep marginally upgrading the, the current PlayStation in that cell phone sort of way where every year you just put a couple of little updates out and charge somebody top tier ticket for it. I mean, there's obviously people who will do that, you know, they'll pay $600 for a cell phone. Why wouldn't they pay $400 for a PlayStation every year? Yeah, but they still, but they still iterate what they call those things. It's still the iPhone four, the iPhone five, the iPhone six, the Galaxy S six, Galaxy S seven. So I mean, like, you know, and and there's 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 still you know, it's like they, you know, they come out every year, so the upgrades are smaller, but even still, they are you know, it's it's a new it's a new device, it's a new thing. Yes, it can all run the same thing. So that's it's you know, the the the, the analogy is a little bit off, but I, I see what you're saying. Maybe um, getting away from numbers, maybe they're going to start going towards less numbers and more like you know, PlayStation Neo. Maybe they're just going to give it names or something. Well, okay, so okay, so now that you say that, what I was you know, what I said before, if they don't call it the PlayStation 4K, then they're doing something crazy. You know, then that might be then an argument to to not. Put a number in the title to call it the PlayStation something or never, where it is just basically a, a you know a, a you know a slightly upgraded at, at its core a slightly upgraded PS4. Uh, what's that called? A variant. Yeah, 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 upgraded variants, but to get away from the numbering scheme, if that is what they're going to do, um, then, um, then then switching naming schemes now makes makes a bit of sense. So um, so I, I can understand that, um, and um, and then and then you know the. Uh, Less anybody is 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 taking the story and thinking, 
um, you know, that, that, that Sony and the PlayStation are going anywhere. Like, clearly they're not. I mean, even if they don't come out with a PlayStation 5, that's just a technical way of saying there's no model of PlayStation called the PlayStation 5. There, the, the PlayStation line of business is not going to stop. It's just going to be called something else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The Vita 2. <laughs> I highly doubt that's going to be it. That thing has done so bad. Um, but yeah, so uh, that, that that was our news roundup. For the week. Now there was technically one story that uh, I felt was a little bit bigger than some of the others for the week, but I didn't include it as a numbered story for the week because we're going to talk about it as our feature, and that is uh, that Microsoft is no longer producing uh, Xbox 360s. They have ceased production. Cue the taps, Charlie. God. <laughs> hey, I'll back away from the microphone. <clears throat> That's not how you play the trumpet. Um, oh, man. Charlie it's has a bugle to begin with, but okay. <laughs> He's got cats and a lovely dog, and they're all hiding right now somewhere <laughs> in the house, I guarantee you. Uh, yes. Yeah, so Poor Pyro's going, who the hell is that? So that's all right. That's, so that's crazy. You, you asked for it. News, huh? <laughs> you brought that upon yourself. I no, it's okay. It's beautiful. I, I might make it my ringtone, Charlie. <laughs> Please don't do that. I mean, you'd be able to hear it. It would. It would. It would make a good ringtone. You'd never not. You just expect it, man. One day I'm gonna be at your house and it's gonna happen, and you're just gonna be like, No, no, don't do that. Gonna <laughs> be good. I don't know. We can rip it from YouTube audio. <laughs> yes, 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 you can. Um, but real quick, for anybody that happens to have come into the stream recently, once again, please join the Q&A uh, section in Hangouts if you are able to, um, on the computer, click that little link that's right over, I can never point in the right space, right over here, telling you the Hangout side, load up the Q&A app, and uh, ask questions and interact with the show. I'm also keeping an eye on the YouTube and comments. Um, so um, if you're if you're just watching on straight up YouTube, on, on a mobile device or whatever, I am keeping an eye on the comments on, the, on just the proper YouTube stream there. So if you have anything you want to say, I'm keeping an eye on that as well. And I have I have Twitter on my end. So if you need to get a hold of us there, we can see it on Twitter as well. And I've got Facebook up. So all bases are covered. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, so let's scoot on to our feature for the week. So the Xbox 360, which uh, before we start this feature, I want to preface this by saying I have had more than one person that listens to the show uh, message me away from it and say, you guys are a fucking Xbox podcast. You talk about... This, uh, that's largely, mostly as a result of the fact that it was, until recently, the only system that all three of us owned, so we had a tendency to talk about it a lot. Um, I think I, I... I think I can speak pretty comfortably when I say that everybody on the show kind of considers themselves to be console agnostic. Don't really have a favorite. We just all own an Xbox One. Um, but... None of us can say that we didn't all have a damn good time playing our Xbox 360s, I bet. Yes, sir. And so in, in the vein of the discussion, we, we decided to kind of each talk about some of the games that we had the most fun playing on our Xbox Ones during its, uh, believe it or not, I know it sounds insane, 10-year lifespan. Before we get into that, I have a question. How many Xbox 360s did you guys go through? 
I went through, of the original Xbox 360s, I went through four of them that Red Ringed, and all four of those were replaced for free. Nice. Uh, and then the fourth one, the last one, and by the way, that process, process was insane. It was ridiculous. The fourth one, Red Ringed, two days after the extended warranty on it died. <laughs> of course. And then I bought, um, before its reputation was tarnished, I bought a Modern Warfare 2 uh, Xbox 360, a black one, which is back there. Anybody who's who's watching the show, that's my TV. And I have, like, all around this, like, from starting from here down and around, I have, like, a bunch of, uh, like, classic game consoles that span my my television stand and i see a gamecube i can see the gamecube there's here. a gamecube there's an uh there's an xbox oh, one there's a 360 there's a playstation 3 there's a an original xbox an n64 a sega genesis with a 32x in it because i'm old as shit john, <laughs> um, yeah, john i would like to point out the fact that you didn't have to tell them it's your tv because i'd hope you're recording in your house <laughs> don't be presumptuous don't fucking assume you don't know. you see some guy come behind john going who the fuck is this like, shut the fuck up steve i'm recording this is a live show don't ruin this for me asshole <laughs> you wouldn't let me pirate your internet Fucking Steve. This is what you get for um, let me pioneer your internet, Steve. Yeah, I had to come so into your house and hardline. It's still up there. It's like three shelves down. I have my, my 360 that I replaced with my final red ring, and that one has never given me a problem, not once since. To this day, it's still the one that I own. So, um, I went through four, technically five. I'm on number five, and it's still... How about you, Charlie? How many did you go through? Uh, Eight. I do believe it was it was seven or eight, but um, um, I did not have the benefits. <laughs> well, so so um, I I, uh, I I did not have the initial benefit because I bought my three. I I was this people who are watching the show uh, that are that are maybe newer to the console life cycle. You might not remember a time where you couldn't just pre-order your consoles on Amazon. There was actually a time where you had to camp out in front of a retail outlet um, to. Um, to, uh, to 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 pick up your your new your new game console or something like that, which I did. Um, I, I, I literally in a tent and an air mattress, uh, hung out in front of the circuit or my local Circuit City. There's a name you also might not remember. Um, uh, for uh, for 72 hours uh, to pick up a, a launch day um, Xbox 360. Two of them actually. One uh, one for me and one for eBay to pay for both of them. Yes, that's that's how it worked out. It worked out beautifully. Um, so uh, you know, don't 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 hate the player, hate the game. Um, but uh, <laughs> please, God, please don't say that again. Every game is dead. No, yeah, that's long true. dead thanks to Amazon. Yeah, do, you know well. what, do you know what it sounded like when you said that, Charlie? It sounded like a guy with the last name Worthley said that. It's the whitest thing I've ever heard in my life. Man. <laughs> that's that's completely fair. Um, but. Um, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, Charlie is hope for you. He is married. With that story, <laughs> you jerk face. That's oh, you, so you'd be Fargo. Why wouldn't he be? He's handsome and majestic. Let's move on. Um, Thank you. So uh, um, we 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 had agreed during this feature to kind of talk about some of our our favorite games that we chose and and enjoyed on the xbox 360 oh wait wait john john i didn't finish my story um so uh yeah so 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 my my, i picked up my original xbox 360 as part of that and that one actually managed to last through that initial warranty period 
And um, by the time the initial one red ringed, um, it was out of the extended warranty period, and so I was I was on my own. And so my next one I picked up was just a was a, um, a refurbished one or a used one or whatever whatever they call it, from GameStop, um, which I foolishly did not pick up the extended warranty on. And then rinse and repeat that particular cycle multiple times over. Um, now I there may have been some extenuating circumstances and um, some uh, additional uh, tomfoolery introduced into the process on my part that maybe didn't make me have to pay for all of those xbox 360s i got from gamestop oh. but um um and uh, there may have been other things that caused my 360s to stop functioning that did not involve them red ringing but um but we'll move on from we'll, we'll move on from that goat how many 360s did you go through uh i'm on the original one i bought that's impressive now is it, when, is it one no. when did you white ones no god no i waited till all you jackasses went through 300 of them and they stopped red ringing <laughs> Very good. I okay. bought it. I bought mine in uh, 09. It's the Black Elite one. Okay. All right. Well, less impressive. I didn't, but have to, I didn't have to stand outside and wait for it and punch little children in the face and steal theirs, and Mike kept red ringing. I, I don't recall punching any children in the face. I also well, do not recall this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> not on this day. Oh, um, well, I. But right. before we talk about games that we enjoyed on the system, I'm going to give you some some baseline facts about the system. So, um, it it originally started uh, Ooh, was available in retail. Oh, we do. Do we now? We have a co- question and a comment. Oh wait, wait. There you go. You guys, this this is um, it's under Mark Fleming, but I know that this is uh, this is Darcy. This is yes. a, a yes. wonderful f- a friend and uh, VS villains and fan of VS villains. She says, "Do you know? Do you guys know when where you'll be doing another live recording from a con? We actually do not know currently. Um, we don't have anything other." On other things are filling our schedules. Yeah, yeah. To to be clear, a lot of times, uh, Gamerhead Radio uh, live shows have a tendency to kind of crop up. Sometimes, like two weeks before it happens, it's totally different than when like Vs Freeland's books and we have it like months in advance. Um, but do not be surprised if we have something live coming up. Um, you know, I, I would hope in the summertime. What do you guys think? Oh yeah, definitely. The um, I know that um, you know the 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 place we recorded our 100th episode at um, they've uh, expressed expressed interest in having us back there. Yeah. That was the Oasis in West Chicago. Yes, thank you. And um, and then also uh, it's 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 high time for us to make it back to the Galloping Ghost sometime soon. So maybe we can work out something there too. Um, but uh, I mean, oh, it, it's, would love those back. Yeah, yeah, but um. But uh, I'll take this opportunity to quickly mention that uh, we are still looking for a kind-hearted soul to come on board with our crew and help us um, maybe procure some of these engagements. Because if we were to be offered a live show, if, if, if we're available, we almost certainly would not turn it down. So um, if anybody uh, if anybody would like to come on as basically our uh, minion slash intern, please, <laughs> we, we, we would love the help. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so aside from that, um, as John said, no, nothing, on the, nothing concrete on the horizon. Nothing on the horizon. Uh, Darcy also says that uh, she still has her original 360. Now, if I'm being presumptuous, and this is actually Mark, apologies, Mark, for calling you Darcy, but I'm assuming it's Darcy at the moment. It, it, uh, Darcy did mention in the comments on our YouTube page it is her, so yes. Fair enough. Either way, to both Mark and Darcy, it's good to see you guys on here. Um, but but uh, Darcy still has the original 360. Darcy, can you clarify for us whether or not that's the old white units, the original, original units, or if it's like, you know, Goat, where he, he let everybody else suffer before he bought one? So. And uh, while yeah, while while she's replying there, um, so yeah, um, 
uh, when did you buy yours? When did you say? I'm sorry. Oh nine. Oh nine. Okay. So yeah, it does sell five years for a 360. That's pretty good, even even on the newer ones. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So so back to the original topic, John. Yes. Some some particular information about the Xbox 360 and its history a little bit. So it was originally available for retail sale on November 22nd, 2005. So this is actually a this is just over a 10-year unit. Actually, if you think about it, it's like 10 and a half years, which for an individual gaming console kind of it kind of is a long time, man, for for an individual console. Most consoles back in the day, oh, Darcy followed up and said it's later gen. So that's that's cool. To clarify, when I bought that that uh, Modern Warfare 2 black unit, by that time they had fixed the the red ring problem. So it was no longer an issue. Um, so yeah. any of the, the post-gen options that like Goat was talking about and Darcy's talking about now, those did not red ring anymore. Um, but yes, back to the story. Ten years is a long time for a gaming console, um, uncharacteristically so, don't you think, Charlie? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I would say so. Um, it seems that um, uh, that with the way things are going, that um, that uh, that you definitely see them turn over a lot, a lot, a lot less than that. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I got. An obscene amount of play out of my Xbox 360 um, versus my PlayStation 3. Like, I would say I got probably eight times more play out of my 360 than my PlayStation 3. Not because I thought that the hardware was better, because obviously the hardware was fucking trash, <laughs> but because mostly, almost specifically, um, because I thought the online experience was better. Xbox Live was um, a really solid pay service. And a lot yeah. of people who play games now may not remember, but Xbox Live was the paid service. And then when PlayStation 3 first launched in its first couple of years, PlayStation, uh, PlayStation Network was free. It was entirely free. There was no paid model for PlayStation Network. And it was, for a lot of people at the time, it's, it's a good service now. It's a great service now. At the time, it was a you get what you pay for kind of a service. It wasn't a very reliable service. Um, so like PSN. Well, that's what I was just talking about, Goat, since you just arrived back to the show. <laughs> I had to, I had, sorry. I had to go get a uh, another visual aid that will make both of you laugh that I own this. Oh, okay. God, put the dildo back. <laughs> what is this? This is uh, – hey, let's switch over here. This is uh, those adult coloring books. What do you? No, think? this is the HD DVD drive for the 360 that Goat is currently holding up. Um, uh, obviously, a um, I, uh, I, I'm going to assume that that is by far the most favorite purchase that you've ever made. How many HD DVDs do you actually own? Two, so I can use that. <laughs> what are they? You own two. Uh, Blazing Saddles and. Um... <laughs> That's a good get. Some though. Johnny Depp movie. I think it was. I think it was uh, Sleepy Hollow. Okay. So I have a bunch of HD DVDs because my father is an early adopter of technology of all sorts, and my father was willing to stake money that the HD DVD was going to win. Um, and I don't. And then porn happened. I don't know what drove his his perspective on this, but what happened was my dad got a he got a PlayStation Three. He loved the Blu-ray player better, so he started buying all his Blu-ray movies. And then one day he, I came over to visit, and he handed me um, his HD DVD player. It was not an Xbox player. His HD DVD player and, like, 
I don't know, 10 movies. It was like Anchorman, uh, V for Vendetta. I don't, I don't remember. It, it, good movies, but he handed all these to me, and he was just like, son, the future is now. Take this shit. And I was just <laughs> I was like, but I know you're giving me trash, though. But I am poor, so I will take it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Uh, Hex Winter Eve says, um, I have an abused 360. I think the new, uh, I think uh, one of the newer ones, but my wife's brother went through three of them in not even a year. Um, I prefer PS3 of Xbox. What do you prefer? Um, it's kind of kind of uh, along the lines of uh, you know to continue what John was saying and to answer your question. Um, I, th- I think uh, you know the uh, the majority of us are, are prefer the 360 over the PS3 just in terms of John. I agree. I agree completely with what you were saying about the quality of their um, of their live service. I mean Xbox Live was, in my opinion, every way superior to the to uh, to the PS3's PSN. Uh, if... That part of it, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, to be clear, I think that the PlayStation 3 was much better hardware oh absolutely absolutely piece of hardware it was like and you can you can go back i remember i showed megan i showed my wife the uh the first like 20 minutes of the original uncharted which at this point is 2008 that is Uh, a year old game it still looks outstanding Mm -hmm. for its original age and she was even remarking on that, you know. My wife's not like a huge gamer. She plays with me occasionally, mostly I think because she feels bad when I'm like, "Play games with me, I'm so lonely." And then um, we play them. But she even said, "This looks does not look like it's that old." Yeah, yeah, no, the uh, yeah, definitely nothing against the PlayStation 3 hardware. Um, the uh, I mean, the, the the size of the launch console was somewhat comical, um, but uh, I mean, as I, you know, they 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 fix that relatively quickly. Um, the and the price of the PS3. Yeah, the yeah the for the price of the launch console also was 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 something of a of a question mark on a lot of people's minds. But um, but yeah, no, the uh, the, the 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 three the live experience on the 360, and then just a lot of the. Um, you know the. Uh, I I, th- I think I think it's a lot of a lot of times it's luck of the draws to where you go is just where your friends are. It's sort of just like a like a like a viral kind of thing. Like if you have, if you end up having friends that are on one platform over the other, and you get to the point of, of purchasing one or the other, it, that's going to be a big deciding factor. I think for a lot of people. So um, I, I think it nowadays. You well, I mean, it, also in the the uh, the time of the 360 and the PS3, I mean, like it was kind of the same thing back then. I would say. Um, no. No, you don't think so. I got well. Not for me. I got uh, the reason I'm an Xbox prefer is because my like two, three, most of my favorite uh, exclusives are my favorite games, and they're on Xbox. So I went where my where the games I wanted to play were. No, no, no. That, that that's a factor too. I'm I'm just saying that that mm-hmm. the um, that the lot where your friends are is a factor, not the deciding factor, but a factor. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought you meant like that was like the bigger factor. No, no, no. The list of shit that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Gets you um, where you're at. Yeah, and then uh, of course the console exclusives are. are I, I'd say, guys, would you agree? Uh, Goat, I know you just said as much. I, I would agree. John, would you agree that the uh, console exclusives are probably at the end of the day the biggest deciding factor? Yeah, I mean at that time, but I don't. I don't know that it really means as much anymore, to be honest. No, 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 no. Yeah, not anymore because door. exclusives are, are 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 going away. It seems like. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think about what PS3 you had like Ratchet and Clank, you had uh, God of War. I mean, they had pretty much everything, and then you need your counterparts on 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 Xbox, Gears of War, Fable, whatever, you know. Right. Um. So yeah, but not not anymore. I think after December, when this uh, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider debacle ends, I'm hoping timed exclusivity goes away too. <laughs> 
It won't. There's too much money to be made. <laughs> there is. A lot, a lot of money hats out there in the gaming world. Uh, Mark, um, Mark Fleming, who, you know, we've been talking about Darcy. The actual Mark. Yeah. The real Mark uh, did say that uh, he <laughs> intends to follow exclusives, and he is particularly excited for uh, Star Ocean integrity and faithlessness. So that's good stuff. Ooh, yes. Star Ocean, the last one was really good on PS3. Uh, oh, that was on Xbox, a crossplay, I think. <laughs> I played it. We're getting old, man. That's what that means. Yeah. Um, I, it was like two or three discs. I just remember it was one of those long. It was a Don or a Dan Lockett yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, 900 hours later, <laughs> you've gotten 25 games <laughs> That's yeah. just your garden yeah. I, I, RPG, man. It's been a long time. I'm just now realizing since I played a good JRPG, which makes me look forward to Final Fantasy 15 that much more now. But, I'm yeah. stoked. Did I Charlie, you don't have the, time. The, the demo that came out a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I, I started it. I haven't... Um, I, I, it. It's short. It's like 45 yeah, okay. minutes. Oh, okay. Max. It's nothing crazy. It was fun. Um, so a couple more figures for the Xbox 360 before we talk about our personal favorite games that we played for it. So um, technically, it was discontinued uh, on the 20th of April of 2016. So this past Wednesday, it is done. So whatever models, when you walk by at like Target or Best Buy, and you look, you're like, oh, look, 360. That's the last of the last, man. Once those are sold, once they're gone, there's no replacements for them. It's over. Um, so... They sold worldwide 84 million units, and that was as of uh, that was as of June 2014. They haven't really stopped. They haven't really counted the metrics since then, or at least publicly released. They don't them. care. Yeah, yeah, I, it's care. not been important to them, and it's pretty evident. Um, you know, with with Xbox Live now, where they're not only have they integrated, you know, 360 games into the Xbox One platform, but uh, you know, with emulation, I'm certain that that was. Um, a way to gracefully kill off the 360 and still uh, let people play their games. So it's cool. Um, uh, real quick, I, I'm just going to pop up my screen here to show you that uh, Brian Lester has shared uh, something that um, actually can be done with old Xbox 360s. Um, there you have it. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Lester, our resident arcade uh, uh, and fighting game expert. Oh. Um, apparently has shown that you can take a, an old 360 and mod it into a, uh, a housing for arcade sticks. Brian Lesser, Ooh. you Ooh. magnificent bastard. <laughs> Brian, I, I have one. That's, one. That's, I'm upset yeah, I this. have one laying around for parts. Um, uh, I will be shipping that over to you. <laughs> oh, and look, instinct. look, there's an HDDVD drive in this photo even. <laughs> uh, oh, nice. Hey, you're not alone, Goat. There's two of you that bought one. <laughs> Hey, 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 I was excited when I found that. That's hilarious. So we have we have comments. We do. Um, uh, so uh, Dustin Falconer says, um, I do like Gears of War and Mass Effect for 360, but I'm finding out PC blows both out of the water, especially with graphics. Well, it of course does. it does. Well, yeah. does Dustin. <laughs> I, played, I did play some Mass Effect on the PC, and what, what blew me away was not only how good the lighting was, especially in the first Mass Effect, which had a really chuggy frame rate on the 360. But that's the other thing. The frame rate was so sharp on the PC version of Mass Effect. If anybody can play Mass Effect that hasn't played it yet, play it on the PC. It's going to be a a vastly better-looking experience. But but isn't that a... a, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, And and, and factually, if you want to buy a Camaro, just buy the Corvette, because it's going to be faster. Like... Duh. 
Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's the thing. I mean, like, I think that this is almost a universal statement. It's like, it's like, is my is my three or four hundred dollar gaming console going to look better than my potentially, well, almost certainly more expensive PC? Well, yes, yes, it's going to. <laughs> but um, you know, that's so. Uh, um, I, I, I think that's It'll play everything on PC. Um, yeah, well, well, if you, if I mean, if you can afford to, I mean, I know, I know a lot of uh, you know PC gamers will, will you know maintain that that PC gaming is like the proper place to to play video games. I prefer to play video games on my couch. That's to each their own. But um, um, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, I mean, like if you, if you can play game, if you if you have the opportunity to play the same game on console versus PC, and your environment and your sitting position is whatever, like it's all the same to you. Yeah, you're probably gonna have a better experience on PC. I like reclining. It's just just my thing. And yes, I know you can hook a PC up to your TV. I'm good. Thank you. As the PC <laughs> guy for, for Gamerhead Radio, as the guy who does all the, the PC gaming, the reason that I still to this day play PCs, uh, PC games, and why I started playing PC games some shit at this point, probably 15 years ago, is because it is in the world of gaming has always been and is still the wild, wild west of video gaming. So many crazy ideas, and especially when you get into like the modding communities, there's just so much insane shit in there. It's just really yeah. crazy. Yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, so coming back to the original thing we were going to be talking about here so we don't get too long in the tooth, um, The uh, as far as uh, what were some games that you guys particularly enjoyed playing on your 360? Go, what do you got? Uh, well, beans. That's the reason I have one. Fable, yes. Forza. Um, are pretty much half of my gamer score, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the the series and, as a um, whole. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, um, yeah. But if I have more than five achievements undone, either any game, any iteration of those two franchises, I'll be shocked. <laughs> um, it's a sad existence I have. And then probably I don't know top. The third would probably be, I, I have no idea, just like um, probably then comes in the cross-plat stuff. The, uh, okay. Charlie, you, you, what, do you, what do you got? Well, I've, I've said it before. I've talked about it enough. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it again. But I maintain that. Um, you know, and uh, I, I'm not gonna. I, I can't stick the exclusives here just because that would be a much shorter list. But um, uh, Enslaved Odyssey to the West is uh, is one of my favorite games I played on my 360. Love that game to death. Um, aside from that. Um, Fallout 3, uh, of course, and all its expansions. I mean, is is uh, was a very large uh, time expenditure of time invested into my 360. Again, not not you're, exclusive uh, by any means, but um. But you're Charlie. You you were part of the 1550 club, yes? Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have 100 uh, percent achieved that game, which is uh, a okay. uh, not not a small achievement there. If I don't say it. no pun intended. And, um, and <laughs> never gonna happen again. Uh, probably <laughs> not. Um, but maybe, but probably not. Um, but uh, but but so. I mean, those those are easy outs. So, I mean, I was trying to think of um, exclusive. I mean, I, I did enjoy the Gears of War games. I mean, the, those games, uh, especially for me, I actually preferred the second one, which I know is an unpopular opinion. But um, the second one for me, I, I just remember really enjoying more than the, uh, more than the third and uh, more than the first, from what I recall. So I really enjoyed Gears of War 2. Um, um, aside from that... Um, Man, I don't know. There's just so many. I mean, like there, there's so many games I played on my 360. If you're, if you're, if you're curious as to the the extent of the games I played on my 360, please refer to an episode about a hundred episodes ago where we interviewed a person that used to pirate video games. Hint, it was me. Um, but um, yeah. I, you know what? You 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 you've alluded to that more than once. We're gonna have to tell yeah. the story on the show. 
Uh, Charlie. Yeah. Let's put it in perspective. What do you? What's your gamer score? Let's put it in perspective for people. Uh, I believe I'm. I believe I'm, I'm bordering eighty thousand. Um, yeah. That tells the people what you play. Fucking dust, man. Why? Wow, what are you at? Uh, I don't actually don't fucking remember to be honest. Oh, I'm sorry. Me, I, I'm I'm at eighty one thousand seven hundred eighty six currently. God. So wow. let, me, let me put it to you like this: like two thousand six, two thousand seven. I played so much Xbox. That it was it was almost embarrassing, uh, and I had a really really big gamer score, and I I didn't play for a while after that, and my score went it didn't go down it just sat there. Um, mm. What are you at? Point, let me see. I want to look right now. Right I'm now, currently I'm, at uh, forty thousand eight fifty seven. I'm forty seven six forty one. See, so, so you're ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> I blame but, but, I blame so, Diablo three. To to give you guys perspective, I was at like thirty two thousand when the Xbox One came out. So I like five thousand of my gamer scores in like the last two years because I'm fucking married and I have a son now and I'm in Gamerhead and BS Villains and college and everything else. So madness. Too hard. Yeah, mine would mine would be better if I didn't work for VS for Villains tour with other bands <laughs> and not be home for months oh, at a time. Look, <laughs> only one of us can blame VS for Villains for something. Come on now. <laughs> I didn't say it was bad. I'm just saying I'm not home to. I, I look at my gamer score and I see gaps, and I'm like, "Up, oh, that was a tour. Up, oh, that was a tour." <laughs> you know, I have a kind of odd one I'm going to throw in here in terms of one of my one of my fonder memories and one of the things I'm more thankful for in terms of my Xbox 360. Um, this is about as left field as it comes, folks. Um, your shape fitness for the Connect, um, and uh, the 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 the, the, the specific, yeah, of all things, mm-hmm. but the specific reason why I'm calling out that is that. Um, uh, a, a couple of years ago, um, I, I have since, just to be clear, I have since undone all this hard work. So I'm basically back to where I started. But <laughs> nonetheless, um, a couple of years ago, um, I, uh, both me and my wife, Michelle, we took up a diet and exercise regimen that um, then involved, uh, well, diet and exercise. That was anticlimactic. But uh, as part of my uh, exercise regimen, I uh, took up, uh, this was just after the uh, the Connect, the original 360 came out. And um, I, uh, I basically went into that and used that as a very large part of my exercise program. It's Basically, for those who have no idea what I'm talking about, it's basically uh, it's it, it functions basically as a, as a you know a normal workout video where you're watching somebody do exercises on screen, you do them along with them. The um, the innovative part about it is that because it hooks up to the Connect camera, it watches you, and um, if you're like if you're if it sees that you're not completing reps, like if you're supposed to do 20 push-ups and it, it's it only counts you do 10 or 15 of them because it's watching your movement, it it tracks your progress. And it adjusts the workouts as you go, like through the course of like the routine, so that if you're not meeting them, it 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 it, it uh, or if you're constantly meeting them, it ups the difficulty. So it, it adapts to you and it helps you. Uh, you know, it's it's like it's it's much more interactive than a static workout video. Um, and through you know between um, that and um, just going through that, and that's also another one of the games, if I remember correctly, that I 100% of achievements on just because of going through the whole game. Um, be uh, going through your shape fitness um and then also i i took up jogging and then just you know good old-fashioned uh, dieting um i managed to lose uh, i went from 240 to 180 so i lost a quarter of my body weight over the Holy course shit. of over the course of about seven months um i, I from, can't i cannot fathom charlie at 240 pounds i just can't, I can't you can because that's basically where i am now <laughs> but um I'm just, I'm, I'm, well 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm holding it much better than I did at the time, just because I've gone through the the, the you know the thing. So I think my my body mass is my like my fat percentage is not as bad as it was back then, just because I do have more muscle as a result of the various workout stints that I've gone through. But nonetheless, uh, pulling out of that rabbit hole, um, the um, uh, you know. The uh, you know that was a good like seven months where I was using my Xbox 360 um, near religiously all, every day as part of my uh, major change in my lifestyle. So um, that uh, you know, um, yeah. So that was a big part of it uh, of it for me, which again left field but uh, relevant. Indeed, indeed. Any other any other? Uh, well, well, we have we have comments. Uh, Dustin Falconer said Dead Space and Alan Wake both. Excellent titles. Yep. And Dead Space is available uh, as a Game for Gold right now, isn't it? No. We no, it was, uh, it was last month. I think. Yep, just last month. Yeah. And if you pick up a, um, a, a Quantum Break, you get Alan Wake as copy with that. So hooray. That's true. Um, what? It's totally true. Wait, I get uh, Alan Wake? Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, um, I need to start looking at these games before I put them in <laughs> sealed. Um, Hex, Winter Eve, we I was like, have not break. forgotten. About you and your comment, we're going to go ahead and hold on that uh, onto that comment for just a moment yes. uh, before we. We have a better use for it. Really quick, what I'm going to do instead of going into a shockingly, instead of going to a long diatribe about the games that I played the most, I have wonderful memories about them. But rather than uh, uh, blitzkrieg you guys with that, I'm just going to do this. Um, probably the game, one of the games that I had the best experience with that. It felt new, it felt fresh, I loved everything about it, and played it multiple times was the original Bioshock. Uh, this ah, game nice. is one of my all-time favorites. It's probably in my top 20 favorite games of all time. I enjoyed the second one, even though it was not a great game, and I loved Bioshock Infinite, but this game to me changed um, single-player play, uh, single player first-person uh, shooter storytelling at that yeah. time. I no, I'll agree completely. It holds a special place in my heart, for sure. One of, the, that. Yeah, w- one of the best plot twists in any game ever, as far as ever, I'm concerned. Ever, ever. See, I came into Infinite late, and I loved it, and I tried Bioshock, and I, uh, I, I loved the fact that I got an achievement for electrocuting somebody in the water. That was fun, but I just never got back to it. I need to finish the other two. You do need to go, seriously, go back. Play it. It's good. Um, now these are all in no particular order for me, by the way. These were just games that when I when I looked at my library, which is probably about 65 games uh, large at this point. Um, all Nintendo. For the 360. <laughs> um, all games that just made my heart warm and fuzzy for whatever reason. One of those was Mass Effect 2. Um, I love the Mass Effect series. The first one was a great idea that did not quite deliver on its promise. The second one was like the Dirty Dozen of gaming. If you don't know what that is, just YouTube Dirty Dozen trailer or movie, whatever, watch it. It's dating me. It's older than I am. Mass Effect 2 is one of the most fun games I played on the Xbox uh, 360. I was mesmerized, couldn't stop playing it, and I probably put pretty close to 50 hours into that game. I loved it, every moment of it, and I wish that I could go back and play it for the first time again. Um, much too almost. I need to do that too. What's that? I need to do that too. It's uh, sealed. Cool. The trilogy's sealed on my, my shelf still. So. What's wrong with you, man? Get we on. play very different games. <laughs> Here's what I'll say to you: Stop playing Tomb Raider and go play Mass Effect. Um, no. You're sassy. Um, yes. One that surprises people: Burnout Paradise. 
Oh, oh God. <laughs> you know what? My Maybe. eyes burn. Don't be a fucking hipster snob, shithead. Um, That's what that Paris. game is. <laughs> that game, you know what that it's game is? It's not even racing. No, you know what that game it's is? It's fucking to beard. That's what that game is. <laughs> that game, that game is the, the, this game, anybody who's watching that likes racing games, this game is the answer to racing around in a circle for fucking two hours and like, oh, I'm gonna make minor adjustments. No, 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 Tires and new fucking <laughs> bullshit. This game is fun. Unlike most racing uh-huh. games, this game is uh-huh. fun. Yeah. You know? Need so, for Speed is what you're looking for there. Need for Speed is garbage. Need for Speed has been garbage for like a decade. Um, that was garbage from the get-go. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the problem. This is not. Criterion did a good thing. They made a fun game, an okay. open-world yeah. racing game, where you could do all kinds oh, of stunts God. and railroads, and it had a fun <sighs> online component. Don't listen to Goat. I know he's our resident racing expert, but he knows nothing, Jon Snow. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. I literally have 130 oh. hours logged on this game. Uh, that's what oh. else can I say besides that? I finished oh, it. There's yeah. not a single quest in this game that's not finished. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Left 4 Dead, the original Left 4 Dead. I, I, I've, I have finished this on uh, every chapter of this on its most extreme difficulty setting. I'm very proud of that because that is not an easy game. And the Orange Back Box. when zombie games are good. Yeah, it's true. And the, oh, orange, the orange Box. box. Oh, Orange Box. That's yes. one with the... Because it had yeah. Portal in it. Yes. The end. I mean, I'm a big fan of the Yeah, I never played it. And anything Valve, but you, hold on. Let me one more time go. What? What did you say? I never played Portal. Yeah, I've never played Portal. Either one. I'm out. So John, John uh, look what you did. What? What? His list was crap, anyways. <laughs> did you say um, this oh, was I mean, crap? Hey, John. Uh, yes. Hold yes. on. This is why we don't guys, play games a lot together. Ready? Are you guys ready for another magic trick? <laughs> oh wow. Wow. Like, they're, they're multiplying. <laughs> not very nice, John. That was not very nice. Um, you should not do that to burn out paradise. Um, uh, 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 Darcy, I'm presuming, agrees with you, uh, John. Uh, she's, uh, she says, paradise is awesome. Destroying your, destroying your opponents felt great. That may have been Mark, but Mark appears to be tagging his comments with his own name because um, he yeah, Mark. Uh, yeah, because he selected um, uh, Mark. Uh, Mark said, Fallout New Vegas was great. The best lack of moral guidance of any Fallout. Felt the most morality open versus the other Fallouts. Definitely very wait, different, wait, Mark. Wait. I'll agree with you on that. I, I, I know a lot of people moral don't like guidance. that game. I like what? that game. Hold on, wait. I missed a Fallout that has no moral guidance. Why? Why? Where were you guys on that one? I I, I didn't play it. Sorry, I can't help you there. Uh, Dustin Falconer says uh, uh was uh, commenting on Borderlands one and two. Apparently, he enjoyed those. And um, also, he said that Alan Wake uh, Night uh, American Nightmare is the games with gold, which I think is think might be correct. Um, oh, but, really? uh, but yeah, it's really short, but it's not bad. It's just it's very different than regular Alan Wake. It's just like it was an expansion. It's like three hours long. It's really short. Yeah. yeah. I never um, got to it. I need to get to it. Just wanted to, to share this real quick. Um, I, I found this, and uh, I, I reminded me that I'm so angry about something. I did not 100% your shape of Fitness Evolved. I 99%ed it, um, and that's because there is a single five-point achievement I was not able to get for um, for uh, other way, uh, for uh, being a part of a community event on the website, which never frigging worked. I don't think anybody actually has that achievement. So I have, um, a, I, have, uh, I have a similar beef. There is an achievement in Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, where 
somebody has to see um, the white whale has to see Moby Dick, and they have to sort of in that moment broadcast that they have seen Moby Dick, and only if you are logged into the game and playing when they broadcast that that has happened, it shows Moby Dick's location at that time on your map in the water, and then you go kill the white whale, and only then can you get that achievement. And I tried, I tried, and I tried, and I tried right at the game's launch to get that achievement, and I couldn't get it, and it pissed me off to no end because I think I had almost every other achievement in that game except for that one. That may be the moment that I decided that I was not going to fucking hunt achievements anymore. I didn't care because it was artificially wasting my time. Proceed. John? Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that you literally got dicked by a... <laughs> I didn't just get dicked. Babe. I got Moby dicked. <laughs> you wow. I got white gold. Just yeah. wow, guys. Wow. <laughs> just wow. Oh, there's no achievements in World of Warcraft, Charlie. Um, that, that's why I have not played it. Um, that's no, not that's, true. That's not, that's not the reason why I have not played it. I know there's like, there's, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, whatever. Any, let's, any, let's, other, let's, uh, any other games you can uh, throw into the mix before we move on? That's it. That's uh, all I have. I mean, I'm sure there were probably a dozen more, but those were the first handful that came to mind. Actually, I saw them. there's one last one that I want to bring up, and you guys are going to think I'm nuts, but I love the hell out of it because of what it was, and that was Lollipop Chainsaw. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, well, goats. Uh, wait, say, oh, lollipop chainsaw. Um, yeah, 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 good games. Yeah. Um, yeah, craziness, cheerleader killing zombies with a chainsaw. All right. Uh, how can you possibly go wrong there? Um, uh, that was that was a Suda fifty. Was Suda Suda fifty one? Suda fifty seven? Yeah. I can never remember. Suda fifty one game. I've played Suda almost every one of his games. Um, Shadows of the Damned. He also awesome um, game. Yes, and uh, Killer is Dead is also one I finished. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, um, so uh, uh, let's get this Xbox 60 on a boat. <laughs> we'll slide it onto the river and light it on fire and put her at a Viking. Viking earth. funeral. Yeah. Uh, before we do that, though, Dustin Falconer did say that uh, Call of Duty uh, tag. You have AIDS. What does that mean? I was, I was. There was there was an achievement in that game which I did manage to get, by the way. Um, where if you played, it was like a viral achievement. It was the first, I think it was the first viral achievement where if you played with one of the developers, um, you got the achievement and then you had to, somebody had to play with you in order to get it. Like it was, uh-huh. like, it was viral. They called it. Um, and then uh, Dustin also says that uh, uh, Lollipop Chainsaw was funny, especially carrying your boyfriend's head and that that game was funny as hell. No, I'm sorry. Was the achievement in Call of Duty called "You Have AIDS"? No, but that was the kind of like running gag with it. Oh, oh so it's just okay. Called, but it, it it was a thing. It did exist. It's inappropriate. Yeah, inappropriate Call of Duty players. You shame on you was. for that, for being the only oh, wait, wait, wrong wait. thing you've ever done. Hold on, Charlie. I'll rebuttal in the Call of Duty voice. You know, Bob's a whore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Most common response heard in Call of Duty. <laughs> Uh, but um, so right. um, uh, okay, so so uh, yeah, so Hex Winter Eve, you uh, you you left a comment that we're going to use this to segue into our mailbag here, um, and um, the that was the dog tag. The, so so oh, so you get the dog tag you got as part of the achievement. Dustin says, um, uh, so was that you have AIDS? Really? That's what it said. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. That's no. That's, that's awesome. no. 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 Fucking 
<laughs> I don't remember. Uh, so, uh, so X Winter, you've commented. Um, also, you said you would take on a minion. Yes, uh, uh, helping us um, get uh, guests and live shows and and, and, and things like that. Yes. Um, yes, please, please, and thank you. Um, uh, and then he said uh, we play mostly Nintendo-based stuff, and I have mostly done Let's Plays on Pokemon X. But I'm a collector of old consoles, not intentionally. Our house is like a retirement home for them. My house is a retirement Here. home. I feel you. Yep. We're You're essentially company, looking buddy. for somebody to do. Um, a little bit of booking and PR for us, uh, you know, because we are incredibly individually very busy people. So um, unintentionally, but it is what it is. So if, if you are looking to help us, uh, Hex, you know, message us in whatever place you want to message us, and we'll see if we can uh, connect. Yeah. But uh, but you mentioned Pokemon, and so um, that, that actually has to do with our mailbag this week. John? Sorry, go, go. It's your show. Go. It's supposed to be your show. It's Mr. supposed Rose. to be go show. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You guys just take over stuff, and I let it go, and it's live, so why, why stop? <laughs> oh, Dustin said, "Yeah, it is a tag," and he wore it proudly. Good stuff. So, just a little Yikes. side note there on the uh, the Yikes. AIDS tag. Yikes. So, AIDS like Yikes. medical AIDS. Yeah, helpers. God, Charlie, why is everything gonna be diseases with you? Harsh. Um, for the mailbag this week, since goats got uh, goats got cold uh, hooves, um, we asked what your thoughts were on a potential live action uh, Pokemon movie. Since we talked about it last week, and what would oh, you yeah, like to do to keep it from sucking? <laughs> Humorously, do you guys so, have any answers to this one? So, so on our on the um, on the on the Facebook page here, um, uh, Robert Garrett, um, who we know as by another name, but Robert Garrett says uh, live action video game movies are always fantastic, right? Look, Pokemon is not something that needs to be made into a live action movie. Two hours of someone enslaving creatures to fight for him. We already had that movie. It starred Jet Li and Bob Hoskins and was called Unleashed. I've not seen the movie, so I don't get the joke, but I'm I'm sure it's hilarious. Um, as bad as you think. Uh, good old, good old Rob Gary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As Charlie said, we know him as somebody else, but uh, you know we're gonna. It's the Flash, ladies and gentlemen. Identity. It's the the Flash. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Barry Allen uh, retired, and and Robert here picked up the slack. <laughs> uh, that is not true. Um, not not at no, all. None of that's true. No, none of that's true. Um, um, I, I have a couple of responses that only my people would say. Uh, Carlton <laughs> said, Pika Pika. Good, uh, good. Yes. Uh, Chris Barrow, uh, one of my tour buddies, said, Giant Dumpster Fire. <laughs> huh. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys right now, the, the general consensus, because I got a shit bag responses, the general consensus is that people don't want this. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dan Lockie said they need to get li real live Pokemon. I don't think Dan understands uh, make-believe. Maybe not so much. So um, do, do you guys have any other responses? Um, uh, before we get on to the, the, to the actual mail side of things, um, no, nothing social media on my side. I'm good. But John, I know you have a clue. So uh, uh, yeah, yeah, back back in your dump truck, John, and start dumping them. All right. Well, the first thing I'm going to do, just for for uh, now that we're a video show, and we can do these sorts of things. I'm going to screen share <laughs> in order to show you the the first comment. So bear with me here. Um, Dustin Dustin has the greatest comment right now. Tom Mukite, who said, "Have a similar <laughs> costume to hers." Tom, behave yourself. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> Just let's behave, sir. Wow. That's my favorite part. That's yeah. creepy. A little creepy there. No, if you knew Tom, you'd understand. He's 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 good people. He just likes I don't know, women dressed like no no I, I I'm 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 with him on the Pikachu women thing. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, Garris Redfield said, "Not even try." Who, uh, by the way, uh, Garris Redfield is uh, Dustin Falconer, who's been talking to us. Which, by the way, simultaneously said, "Don't don't." <laughs> Don't, for the love of God, no. Um, so uh, that would be uh, Dustin slash Garris. Not even try. Uh, that was uh, responded to by Bill Rester, who said this. So he agrees. Um, Dash, uh, you guys hear us talk about Dash a lot, response to what we're doing. Dear God, please cast actual Asians. <laughs> what made Dash's response all the more humorous was is that our, our uh, resident troll, Carlton, responded to dash by saying actual agents cast as the pokemon um and dash responded by saying i wouldn't even doubt that i fear this movie this movie commands fear that's the thing it's brilliant um chris chamber says talk to my kids my son is a pokemon pokemon fiend and i am a moron on this subject that is unfortunate chris um samantha she said get yourself sir Samantha Sheik said, have the main character be red and not Ash. Uh, Dash also agrees with this sentiment. Sean Mayer said, include an opening narration by Morgan Freeman. Well, that makes any movie better, so yes. Every movie. Yes. Every movie ever. Um, Jason Paskowitz says, fuck no. (laughs) That's very intense. Sean Mayer did come back after the Morgan Freeman comment and say, honest answer, I don't think Pokemon is meant for live action. Chris Pike said, not make it. Mandy Lynn said, not make it. <laughs> I'm, de- said, I'm, I'm detecting a theme here, guys. It is a theme. Yeah. Brian McGrath said, I'm tired of every childhood movie, uh, childhood cartoon being spun into a live action feature. I think he's talking about Ninja Turtles and G.I. Joe. Yeah. Um, Danny yeah. DeVito as and, and Pikachu or Bus said me, <laughs> which was a joke a couple of months ago. Um, just Google Pikachu Danny DeVito. I'm not even going to explain it. Uh, John Kautsky said, here's how. Don't. Seriously, I'm sure Nintendo wouldn't even touch that idea with a 30-foot pole after they saw how much of a failure Mario Brothers and their uh, S-A-T-A-M cartoons win. I don't know what the fuck that means. Saturday morning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess so. That's true. Uh, Joseph Budger said... Time bash themselves in the head until they forget they ever had the idea. And, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And Brian Lesser, uh, our, our sometimes uh, co-host, uh, did – I'm going to screen share for this one so that we can close this out uh, properly. Mr. Brian Lesser said, I have no mouth and I must scream. <laughs> So, general rule of thumb, general consensus is uh, nobody nobody really wants this. Um, uh, Dustin Falconer says um, that uh, Resident Evil the musical sounds better than uh, than this idea. Um, actually, yes, oh, it yeah. does, oh, for yeah. multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yes. Uh, Hexwinter Eve says uh, if Pokemon was live, it would ruin a lot of childhoods and fandoms and such because they turned it into a horror movie, apparently unintentionally. Um, I could definitely see that happening. Um, I'll, uh, I've got a couple mailbag responses here in the, in the email. Um, uh, first one is from uh, newer listener Caitlin Faust. Hi, Caitlin. Uh, she says, uh, hello all, I have mixed feelings about a live-action Pokemon movie. I've, I've been a fan ever since I was part of the Target demographic, and I've watched a fair amount of the TV show. I stopped because character growth in TV shows is important to me, and that is not something they're interested in doing in the anime. There. Uh, my favorite Pokemon media is the Pokemon Origins special, which is available on Hulu, um, because it takes a darker tone and emulates some of the first manga. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's not only good story telling but it's beautiful as well uh, left me wanting more in a way that the standard anime show doesn't i will need to check that out i watched the original uh, book. charlie yeah uh, good news it's on amazon prime yeah awesome um, <laughs> um yeah. like you to watch um have you have, have you guys watched much of the actual like pokemon anime like i've i watched uh, the original yeah, like I watched uh, maybe the first few seasons, but not 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 all of it by any means. I've watched all of that one in its entirety, X and Y in its entirety. I'm working through uh, Ruby right now. Um, I I have watched the original series, and that is all. And would you agree, Goat, that it doesn't have a ton of character development in it? Uh, yes and no. I mean, it's Pokemon. Like it develops like they should. <laughs> Okay. Which, which is to say, there's not a lot of character development in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, goes on. Character evolution. Um, Caitlin goes on to say, um, I think uh, all of the crappy adaptations of beloved series, such as Dragon Ball Z and the unforgivable Avatar The Last Airbender, immediately come to mind. And it makes me nervous to think of the ways this could go badly. It seems to be the consensus here. Um, I don't. It breaks my heart. It it looks so good in the trailer. That trailer looked really good. Just with like that, that 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 slow zoom out from the mountaintop, and you see like the shift in the background. That 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 trailer looks phenomenal. And the movie was. Let me let me tell you that movie makes me want what to come out of beer. For for the for the 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 M Night Shyamalan Air, Air, uh, Airbender yeah. uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. Something. Oh yeah, I've never seen any of that. Yeah, but uh, but uh, she goes on to say, um, I, I don't think it would destroy the franchise. However, if I were to choose, I would want for new protagonists, but have the background feature uh, familiar faces like Brock, Misty, etc., as this would give more creative opportunities. Yes, I agree completely. Um, and then also, just apparently for the fun of it, um, uh, and again, I will be doing the screen sharing thing here. She included this animated GIF for some reason of a spinning Pikachu hamburger. Because oh, why not? God damn it! Now I'm hungry. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes complete sense. Does, it makes it makes sense. Yeah. What do you call because a, a Pikachu burger? A, a, a Pika burger. It's know. a Pika burger. Yeah, it's a Pika burger. I'm not hungry anymore. I'm good. <laughs> Um, Caitlin also comments, she likes the new format of the show. Um, she likes seeing people's faces, although I wish the audio, audio quality was consistent. Um, I think we're doing better on that this week um, because uh, yeah. John got his proper microphone hooked up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're getting there. We are getting there. You got you um, to bear in mind, too, this is the wild, wild west that is the Internet, so sometimes it may not always be as consistent as you want it to be. It all yeah. depends on everybody's yeah. connections, too. So. Yes, um, so fix that on my end, and yeah, everybody's gone to their appropriate uh, so audio bar pulled out. Um, uh, a couple more comments uh, as we go here. Um, Hexa says, I have the original since it first aired. I own a ton of Pokemon games from Game Boy to Color to 3DS. Yellow version, I would, uh, and, and Soul Silver were my favorites. Also, when will the TGI abuse end? Um, I don't know. Um, 
uh, know nothing about Doctor Who. Um, and uh, something was eaten in Demolition Man. Uh, don't know what that means. Um, so uh, moving on, uh, we have one more uh, mailbag response from the lovely songbird. Uh, she says, Dear Texture Turner Ground Goat and Callan Flynn. Um, mailbag answer, to be fair, it's not like the normal Pokemon movies weren't that great, but it does raise more concern over how this will turn out. Um, I can see why they would want to have it created for marketing purposes, but I'd rather have it stay in the realm of animation. Uh, there are potential stories they could use for the movie, especially the elusive war theory. Um, uh, but again, I honestly don't have high hopes for this at the moment. One thing is guaranteed, though, it'll be better. It'll still be better than the Sonic movie. Well, that's not saying much. That um, is absolutely the truth, for sure. Um, the um, and uh, yeah, so so actually, yeah. So speaking of the an the actual animated Pokemon movies, we haven't really mentioned those at all. Um, anybody else in the room cry when Ash sacrificed himself, kind of sort of for Pikachu? Anybody? anybody? No, I'm an adult. Okay. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> you don't have feelings, sir. I have many feelings. Thank I have many feelings. Am I taking a pass? Gentlemen? <laughs> that is a non-answer from GOAT. Um, I, uh, I think we all know what that means. <laughs> no, because my real answer is I was yelling. Uh, Songbird continues with her email questions. Um, a live-action movie has been announced for My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Yes, it has. Um, what are your immediate thoughts? I'm going to go last. Um, GOAT, what, is your, uh, what are your thoughts about um, a proper uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic animated movie? There is no God. <laughs> what does that even mean? Why was that relevant? How is that an answer? <laughs> I I just I don't know, Mike. I, I, like if 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 I was mad about like Pokemon live action, like it's it, it's basically fucking like Black Beauty. It's like a million horses <laughs> that have been branded on their asses and running around. Like, like what is it gonna be on Discovery Animal Planet? <laughs> No, no, I'm lost. No. Here, here's here's no. my, here's my take on it. Only so, if they overdub it like Mr. Ed. That's a terrible idea. Go, got it. Oh, come on. Go. Everybody, take a screenshot right now. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie pulled his glasses off and is rubbing oh. his eyeballs right out of his head. Um, mm. here's my take on it. Now, um, I am, I am by proxy kind of indifferent to My Little Pony, not because I have some sort of a negativity or a disdain for it. I, I really don't know enough about it to comment on it. Now, I've been fortunate enough to uh, spend some time with Pony Folk, not just Charlie, but, you know, a couple weeks ago because Charlie was nice enough to invite us to come and, and participate in his convention as uh, volunteers. You know, I got to spend time with Big Jim Miller, the director of My Little Pony, who is a really lovely guy, by the way, very smart, very uh, uh, witty fellow. Um, and the writer of My Little Pony, uh, Mitch Larson, uh, M.A. Larson, very, very uh, nice guy. Um, I just don't, I haven't seen enough of the show to comment on it, so I, I really don't think that I can. I don't think that I should. Um, it, I, can, I can tell you the aesthetic does not appeal to me, but the aesthetic has nothing to do with the quality of the writing, and I've seen just enough of it to know that the writing is intelligent. So I don't, I don't really have much of an opinion, so... See, to clarify, just so people don't burn my house down, <laughs> is I don't have any problems with the, the, the populace and the, the whole fandom and the show itself. It's just um, I'm a nihilist, and that's way too happy and positive for me to even, like, <laughs> you know, I've I, tried. I think, I've watched, I I've watched a season angle. and a half of that show. 
I've watched a season and a half of that show, and I'm like, there's no fucking way. These people are idiots. They I, can't I, be that happy. I think that's my angle on it is is that I I I don't mind Jolly Joy. I mean, like, I like Happy Happy, but that show is too goddamn happy for me even. I, yeah, I, I, like, a kid's show. It's wait, a show for kids. For sure, for sure. But when I was a kid, I was watching hey, Ren and Stimpy. Batman the Animated Series. So, Batman the Animated Series is a kid's show, too. And... I, older demographic. Okay. But still, like, where's where's Pinkie Pie? Where's Pinkie Pie Batman. getting her car repoed? I was watching Batman the Animated Series when I was eight. Ugh. Okay, so so first of all, Dustin Falconer, to clarify, this is not live action. This is animated. <laughs> oh, well, animated is fine. Then you can do whatever you want. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah. So sorry if that was not clear. Yes. No. This is so. So now to to be to be just to clarify for those that are unaware, there are are, are already three feature uh, film releases of My Little Pony um, called Equestria Girls. It's a spinoff where it's an alternate reality where the ponies all are, all have human human alternate versions of themselves um and so I, it's it's a cartoon it doesn't have to make sense um but um um uh, it's uh yeah so so there are already three movies but they, they haven't centered around the same world the same universe that the show takes place in the movie that they have announced is actually about the show proper um and um and uh, yeah so what my thoughts is that i'm excited because i feel is that it's further validation into um the uh, just the you know the popularity and everything um am i disillusioned into the fact that it's being made solely as a point as, as a reason and a purpose to sell toys of course not that's why it, that's the only reason why the majority of these shows exist is because the you know the toys and the merch merchandise and the memorabilia and everything that they may make, make, make a lot of money and um, the fact that um you know melopony conventions uh, feed into that and just uh, keep the money machine going well I'm, I'm i'm not i'm fully cognizant of all of this um but uh, my thoughts as the movie is that i'm excited um i can't really say much more than that because i don't know anything about it um but um i'm obviously i'm excited i mean that, that's, that probably should go without saying um Oh God, yeah. So, so Dustin has just alluded to the uh, the one Diablo three level of uh, that reminds him of uh, My Little Pony. Yeah, I'm I'm aware of this, and I'm uh, I'm ignoring it. I love um, that level. I bet you do. Um, I need I need to bring John to it. <laughs> no, um, uh, my time will come. Yeah. Uh, Mastercaster over on YouTube has commented on the fact that uh, one of these days Goat is going to give Charlie a stroke. Um, <laughs> Yes. One of these days? Good God. There's going to um, be like, what, my, three, four? I mean, I've known you for, what, two decades now? i got to have at least one under my belt. We, we, we've been skirting the stroke line for a while. Heart palpitations, maybe. Not not a proper stroke quite yet. To be um, clear, uh, Master Caster is uh, one-time B-Squad co-host, Mr. Ricky Keller. Yes, that's uh, yes, that's um, killer. And uh, apparently, uh, 23 minutes ago, so I don't recall what this is in reference to, but Carlton commented on the YouTube page that, oh, uh, uh, go, you said that, uh, yeah, that your home was a retirement uh, home for your video game consoles. Carlton says your house is, is a retirement home for your life. No, I think that was actually uh, Hex Winter Eve uh, said that that their home was a uh, yeah. retirement home for. Concept. Yeah, whatever. Carlton's just being Carlton. Carlton, I don't know what that means, man. Carlton and is to, as Carlton and, does. And to Carlton, I say the cryptic message, I hold your snake. That is not gay. Ooh. It is, though. Sure. So, returning to Songbird's email, um, she continues, if you could erase one live-action movie from the timeline, uh, what would it be and why? So many to choose from. Um, 
The entirety of Michael Bay's Transformer series because it's goddamn trash. Even the first one? The first one wasn't yes, awful. No, the first one is trash. When was the last time you watched it? Um, not recently. Let me tell you what the problem with that first movie is. It was good until subsequent movies came out, and then what happened is you go back and watch the other movies and then go back and watch the first one, and you see that it is indeed just as much as the other ones smoking hot garbage. It's crap. Especially, especially by today's like storytelling standards, there is a much better movie in the world of Transformers than has been made, and I hope to God that one day somebody takes those movies away from him and lets <laughs> somebody else yeah. make them entertaining but, and not condescending but, and stupid. But but they gave us the War on Cybertron series. No, it gave it gave us heartburn and hemorrhoids. Whoa. Jesus. Yes, uh, um, Mark Fleming agrees that the Michael Bay uh, Transformers movies sh should stop. John, there is a comment directed towards you over in Q&A. Also from oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I see that uh, Dustin Falconer has said that uh, Fallon, that would be me for those uh, that are watching that are not uh, These for Villains fans. Uh, I play Fallon Flynn in These for Villains. Dustin says, uh, Fallon, my friend Shame Raymond is here. Can you say hi? He doesn't believe I'm talking to you. Raymond, God damn it, believe it, man. You know, I might look like somebody's dad because I am, but I am Fallon Flynn from These for Villains, whatever that's worth. Uh, so hello, Raymond. Welcome to the show. Thank you for watching Gamerhead Radio. Hopefully you're listening it's, to these villains as it's, well. It's it's not that glamorous to know the villains. Shut up, Raymond. goat. Shut up, goat. <laughs> Mostly because they, they 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 yell at their crew a lot. They're very very hard people to work for. And uh, I, I I am okay. I mean, in retrospect, all things considered, I am okay with agreeing with Dustin and that the uh, that the that the only Transformers movie is the 1984 animated movie. Yes, because 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 yes. you've got the touch. You've got the power, Charlie. Oh, whoa. <laughs> um, Only in 84. Was that not weird? That that's movie, still not weird. Still not I've weird. been telling my brother this for years, and for anybody that may be either Transformer fans or Batman fans, I'm going to say this. Both of those Batman series, Transformers. Both of those series had animated films that came out in theaters. Um, Transformers in 84 and um, Batman in 93. With Mask of the Phantasm. If you take those two, here, here, Hasbro and Warner Brothers, if you take those two movies and you just film those movies, they'll be great movies because Transformers Animated, great movie. Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, great fucking movie. Just film those live action. Don't change a thing, don't change the dialogue, don't change the scenes, just film those. Everybody wins. Um, have you guys heard this rumor that uh, that Hasbro is? Uh, oh, John, you were the one that posted the article about how, how Hasbro is bringing together like a bunch of writers to turn all of their properties into one big unified universe, aka Marvel and DC and all that. Yes, hideously unnecessary. Uh, I disagree because I am now looking forward to this. God. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Yes. Yes, it's gonna happen. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I would have to say that um, as uh, you know, as good or bad as the Transformers movies are, um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is worse. Um, that, that 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 that's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. <clears throat> the newest one? The well, I can't I can't speak to the one that hasn't come out yet, but um, I'm speaking to the Michael Bay one from last year or the year before. Um, so the newest released one? Yes, correct. Right? Yes. 
Yes. I haven't seen it. I would say that that is arguably worse. But, it, uh, it's not good. Oh, I have to see it. Uh, Songbird, uh, one more question from Songbird. Um, so my me asked me this random question I thought I would share with you. Uh, I'm assuming referring to the to the Meetomo app. Um, if you could dispense any one condiment out of your pinky finger at will, what would you choose and why? Um, that's so freaking random, but uh, sir, sriracha would be my answer because I always need sriracha. That is not surprising. That's actually, I'd be disappointed if you didn't say sriracha. <laughs> Gentlemen? Um, I eat a lot of mustard. 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 Oh, just regular, like like um, French's yellow no, mustard. No, let's let's be more specific. Like stone ground mustard. Like like hold on, stone ground beer mustard. Yeah. Okay, I I approve of this answer. Go. What condiment would you dispense at will from your pinky finger? God help us. Oh god, probably Carolina pepper juice, so I have my own mace. When people think it's stupid, I can just spray them. Leave it to you to turn it into something offensive. <laughs> you weaponized pinky condiments. <laughs> yes. That's true. Like you're yapping, I'm just like, go you know, like Spider-Man, just straight up like, right in the eyes. Carolina Reaper. Madness. Um, It'll stop then... you from talking. <laughs> Yikes! But uh, yeah, so okay, so so that's Songbird's email for the week. Um, so yeah, thanks. Uh, so thanks to um, everybody that responded to the mailbag question on social media. Thanks to everybody that emailed us, um, uh, Songbird and uh, Caitlin, uh, and thanks to everybody, especially for joining us and watching us live and interacting with us here in the Hangout and on the YouTube page. Right. So so that's the mailbag. Thanks everybody that's been hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Um, uh, gentlemen, is there anything on your personal calendars you'd like to share with these fine folk? Uh, everything John's about to say is on my calendar. <laughs> Damn near, because uh, Goat's helping us with all our stage setup. So Vs for Villains has a handful of things coming up. Um, we were supposed to do Mad Monster in Phoenix. That fell through uh, for a multitude of reasons, but we will probably be doing Mad Monster in Charlotte next year, maybe Phoenix the year after. Um, we are definitely doing um, anime... Uh, what was it? Oh, shit. Anna Minneapolis <laughs> in, uh, in Minneapolis, uh, which we did not do last year. I'm very excited that we're going uh, to be back to do that this year. Um, this is all stuff that's going to be in April. We're also going to be doing uh, a brand new AnimeCon.org uh, AnimeCon in Ohio. Um, that we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that in the coming weeks here. Um, and then we're going to be – the Anime Midwest is going to be a big deal. So anybody that has been following BS for Villains for a long time – um, if any of you out there are following Views for Villains, Anime Midwest in Rosemont, Illinois, at the Hyatt Regency in Rosemont, right next to the Donald's E. Stevens Convention Center, is a big deal because um, – that's right, Mark, uh, Yoikon. That's going to be in May. We're doing that, and we're going to be there. Uh, uh, Darcy and Mark both will be there because um, I know Darcy's a, an Ohio folk um, or was. I don't know if you're still there or not. Um, Anime Midwest is going to be a big deal because Vias for Villains is going to be debuting uh, not only new music there, but we're also going to be debuting our brand new costumes. We've been talking about it since probably September. Um, new costumes will be there, and there will be a brand new villain there. Um, we're not going to talk much about that villain uh, himself. It is a he. Um, he is the drummer, which we did announce recently. He's going to be doing live drums for us. Um, we're still working on his character and his costume. 
things are about to change. A lot of things. The show's going to change. The songs are going to change. The video, light show, uh, everything's going to change. So that's it. Okay. Do anything on your calendar? Uh, what he just said. All that, just and, all that, all that same stuff. Because he'll be with, he'll and, be there working with a sun stage crew. Yeah, I gotta set all this crap up, and then I get to take all this crap down. <laughs> Unsung hero for anybody that's looking to point this way towards goat on the, the bottom of my screen here. Unsung hero. He and uh, yeah. James Warrior Jones make the world go round. So yes, um, yes. apparently uh, John doesn't show up. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a puppet on stage, really. It's just somebody else isn't there. Um, it's true. Uh, he doesn't uh, even set up his own rig anymore. Um, that's, that is bullshit. <laughs> that is that is that is them's fighting words apparently. Um, either bullshit. I, either Darcy or Mark. I think Darcy has indicated that um, apparently this is all an unintentional birthday present for her on uh, on the eighth. And um, so uh, so that's no, uh, fully that's, in, fully fully uh, intended. Yeah, uh, Dustin wants Vex to get a T Rex. Um, sure, why not? That um, is probably a reference to a billionaire, a billionaire dinosaur forced me gay. Oh, right, right. Oh. I, I still have yet to experience this, but uh, yeah. Um, so on my, on uh, it, it was Darcy. So happy uh, birthday in advance, Darcy, for whenever that ends up happening. Um, but I guess we know when it's going to end up happening. But anyways, um, the uh, yeah. So I'm on my side of things. Um, so, um, just, so this is also a semi-programming note. I think uh, kind of mentioned it last week, so just going to re-mention it um, also. Um, two weeks from now, um, uh, uh, Michelle and me will be starting a, um, a week-and-a-half-long uh, cross-continent excursion um, for, the, for, the, for the joys of beer and pony and sloths. Um, um, not necessarily in that order, but um, the, uh, we will be taking a two-day road trip out and stopping at breweries and other various road trippy scenic attractions on the way out to uh, the ballpark of Portland, uh, where we'll be visiting a sloth sanctuary and then driving up to Vancouver to visit a whole bunch of breweries up there and visit some friends. And then um, you steal one for me. Uh, uh, a sloth? Yes. No. no. A Vancouver brewery. <laughs> I quit for the second time tonight. I quit. <laughs> John, come back. Um, the um, uh, no, I cannot do that. I, I I do not want to go to jail for for sloth theft. Um, um, plus, if we were going to steal a sloth, I'm sorry, Michelle would be keeping it. Um, I say, uh, Charlie. Before you say that, you may want to check your vehicle thoroughly to make sure your wife doesn't already have one in the back of the vehicle. No, but see, that is a different question. That would be asking, can you steal a sloth for yourself that I could come visit? That I cannot give an answer to. But um, but specifically stealing one for John, I believe, is out of the realm of possibility. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, but yeah, and so then we we'll we will be going up to Vancouver for breweries and friends for a couple of days, and then uh, coming back down to um, where I will be working at uh, um, Everfree Northwest uh, PonyCon in uh, Seattle. Um, I'm running their autograph room, and so we'll be there then for that next weekend, and then driving home. And it's, all of this is going to take um, uh, about a week and a half, and um, so that's going to be two sh two Sundays in a row where I will not be in this room. But thanks to the magic of Hangouts on the internet, uh, we hopefully will still be able to do the recording. As far as when that recording happens, is probably going to be a little bit up in the air. Um, for the first Sunday, it will probably be able to make something work. I'll probably be able to do it from the hotel room. For the second Sunday, I will most likely be driving home exactly two weeks from now. So um, no, I'm sorry, exactly. 
three weeks from now. Um, so so we will be probably be recording show number 167, 167 um, at a different date and time. So just keep an eye on our social media feed to find out when that will eventually end up being. Um, but uh, recording times for the next two shows, uh, one week from today where I'll be in the studio, and then two weeks after that where I will be probably in a hotel somewhere. Um, it should be, will most likely be around the same uh, normal time, but yeah. Um, Never but, let it be said that we don't make this show happen come hell or high water. That's the truth. That's the truth. Um, uh, except for the one instance where Lord, Bo- where Lord Boatsworth um, kidnapped us all. and um, That, that yeah. guy is a fuckface. A giant, giant, giant one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yes, um, so, so that, that's what's on, on my particular calendar that I'm particularly looking forward to, aside from what I already talked about, um, adding Allie Milner to, um, um, uh, to MLP MSP, which is uh, about a month after that. And well, I, uh, Michelle and I are also going now to uh, Midwest Brony Fest, which is uh, two weeks after Everfree. Um, doing five freaking pony cons this year. It's absolute craziness. Um, Good God. <laughs> yes. And we're going um, to be really spread across the country for like most of May. <laughs> Uh, Gamerhead Radio Coast to Coast is our new title. Um, yeah. But uh, but yes. Um, Challenge yeah, accepted. Yeah. May, May, May is going to be an interesting month. So just keep up on our various social media feeds to find out exactly when all of this madness is going to be happening. Um, and here's, but Charlie, don't forget, the best part of this is if we throw this live schedule off Tuesday, it'll always be there for you. Yes, yes. Audio, <laughs> uh, uh, almost, almost certainly. Um, the uh, the audio version of the show will still end up um, on its various feeds. The um the the the, the Tuesday while I'm gone, um, it will be up to my my cohorts to handle the audio processing of that. But um, still, given the fact that we're literally just ripping the audio out of the YouTube stream and just doing a little cleanup and cut up on it, there shouldn't be a problem. Um, but yeah, so um so yeah, so um so uh, once again. Extra special thanks to everybody for um, for hanging out with us. Greatly appreciate it. So if you like what you heard, you can find us at GamerHeadRadio.com, at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio, at Google.com backslash plus GamerHeadRadio, and on uh, Twitter at GamerHeadRadio, where I'm at T.E.K. Charlie, John is at the Fallon Flynn, and Goat is at Sir Goatsworth. Um, uh, people are saying in the comments, uh, Dustin says blueberry waffles, and um, uh, Ricky says that, uh, that the new format is good stuff. So thank you. Please, comments and suggestions, please. Um, this is all experimental. We're figuring it out as we go. And um, so, so, so this is the time for feedback. If there has ever been a time for feedback, um, bring the pain. Yes. Um, bring uh, the pain. Uh, you can uh, email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com or call and leave us a voicemail at nine four nine two six gamer. Obviously, during the course of the show, you can interact with us here on the show as well uh, through uh, through the various methods. Um, uh, yep. a s- a special note, uh, like we mentioned this past, uh, past Tuesday when I put the episode up, we are now available on Google Play podcasts. Um, so, um, uh, the, uh, <laughs> holy crap, John! Yeah, John, John, John has gone picture picture on us. Um, uh, I've gone, I've gone uh, 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 streamception. You've gone to plaid. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite joke of the entire show. Um, you can't. So. Um, uh, so, so the Google Play um, uh, Music Store, much like you know Google's version of iTunes, has now incorporated podcasts into their service, much like iTunes, and we are there. So you can subscribe to us on Google Play in addition to the usual iTunes, Stitcher Radio, um, SoundCloud, TuneIn, uh, YouTube, um, uh, 
uh, Twitch for our occasional appearance there, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Um, the audio version should be available on pretty much any of those formats. Um, the video format, the video format of this show, what you are watching right now, will be available on the YouTube channel for watch immediately after we are done recording. Um, so, um, so there's always that as well. Um, so uh, once again, thank you everybody very much for watching, for listening, for interacting, for contacting, downloading, just everything, the whole mess. Uh, we appreciate you all very much. This has been episode 164 of Gamerhead Radio.